Someone said they like the echo. I can't remember who it was. Dean Barney, mm. maybe. Mm. Dean Barney's on my shit list, by the way. Oh, why? Mm. This is a good way to start the pod. Yeah, I've had a run-in today on Twitter. Have you seen it? Oh no. A Big Brother run-in. Oh, you should have called for backup. Oh, hold on. Was this the one I got involved with and got told off about? No, this is a different one oh. on the um, Blast account where someone said they. Oh, oh yeah, this, there's a couple of things on Twitter actually this week to talk about. Yes, why even starting all this beef on Twitter? I didn't really start beef on Twitter. Someone dragged like me that. into the beef. Um, right. So basically, yesterday, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk more later about Nikki and everything and how we're feeling, I'm sure. But I think, like, mm. the loss of Nikki got me, obviously, looking back at her time in Big Brother and looking back at old clips. And it's got me thinking mm. a lot about Big Brother UK and about old BB UK and how Big Brother changed over the years. Mm. One of the clips that I've been watching since the news of Nikki's death came out is when she went up against Helen Wood in Time Bomb yeah. and someone said like remember mm. when Nikki absolutely took down this bully or bitch or whatever it was I can't remember mm-hmm. some weird term to describe Helen wasn't positive can't remember what it was dog <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that but Cunt. Yeah, it could go on um, <laughs> and I was thinking about how you know such a that's such a blot on the landscape landscape of BBUK the year when she won. <laughs> I was just thinking so a blot so, on the landscape. There's been a lot of those over the years. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Past past to the final, isn't it? Well, yeah. Um so I was thinking <laughs> I, was just, for that. I was just yeah, so it's basically summing up everything that's been said on Twitter. So basically um I was thinking about oh you know that's really sad that that happened to my favorite show and I was just thinking about this and thinking how in how innocent winners used to be and I was thinking back to Brian Dowling I was thinking of a tweet I need to I need to summarize this in a tweet so I came up with Mm. a tweet that said science will never fully explain not that that science you get me do you get science science will never fully explain how (laughs) what enabled BBUK winners to go from this with a picture of Brian Dowling in the diary room Mm. in in BB2 to this Mm. Um, with a picture of Helen in the diary room. I didn't Did tag Helen Brian. I didn't tag Brian. I didn't tag Helen. There was no tagging of anyone. Uh, just the hashtag. Oh. But somebody, obviously a Helen fan, copied Helen in. And oh, went, I'm excited. Oh. To, I'm excited to hear how this story ends now. Actually, That'd I be good. Re- refer to the um, the actual <laughs> tweets and give you the verbatim messages. So did it, did it end up with you getting called a pigeon-chested twat? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not far off. I truly um, hope so. You, you did say you need a haircut, Gaz. I know she does some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should ask her while she's in my mentions. Um, <laughs> oh, where is the person that called her a legend? Somebody basically. She is Re- not a legend. Re- well, no, but she was. She did go back under the guise of being a legend, didn't she? According to Channel 5's Big Brother. <laughs> Do you know my mentions? There've been so much today going on, more than ever. Oh, get you. That I can't even Lord find the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long and short of this is, 
I'll scroll down my mentions, mm. see if I can find it. Is that uh, here you go? Someone called Brett, whose handle I can't. Hold on, wasn't that Brett person the other person having a go at us? No, they're called Kyle or something. Um, oh, right. Retweets my my tweet and says one of my fave housemates of all time is at Helen underscore Wood eighty six. Imagine how boring. Oh, Imagine how boring her season would have been without her exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Uh, hold on, weren't Mark O'Neill in that season? Uh, no, that's the return. Power oh, trip, yeah. we're talking. <laughs> yeah, hold um, on. Who else is in Helen's season? Oh, creepy Chris. Darlene. Christopher. Christopher? Oh, Slugsworth, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely Ash. fantastic. Absolutely mm, Yeah, fantastic. Admit, admittedly, he just had that Mark. and that was it. Marvin is Marlon. it? Is it called Marlon? Marlon. Marlon, I think. Um, oh. And um, actually, they've got a point. <laughs> Stephen Good. Side. Stephen Good was in it. Oh, he was good. He'd been to eighty-one countries <laughs> <laughs> or something. Eighty-four, maybe. Sorry, Stephen. Mother, seventy-two. <laughs> Grandma, eighty-seven. <laughs> um, yeah, no, actually, they're wrong. You're right. Go on. Who's wrong? They're wrong. This tweeter. Saying that it would be born without her. Well, I said, you know, actually, Helen kind of ruined that series for me, but mm. admittedly, not single handedly, but she was mm. the first of a bad bunch. Mm. Um, anyway, Helen Wood crops up and says, yes. <laughs> Science will oh. also never explain why sad acts choose to obsess over TV programs from six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you got fucking you got fucking owned. <laughs> Come on, Helen. <laughs> That's so good. I got zinged by Helen oh, Wood. Bad. I can't I can't wait to see your comeback. Did you come back or did you just accept defeat? Which you should have. Of course I did. I retweeted her. <laughs> I retweeted her. And I said the most Helen Wood reply imaginable, to be fair. Always in the right, always in the right, with the laughing, emo- laughing emoji. Nice, nice. Which Helen replied, "Weirdo, get a grip." Did you admit so said, defeat then? No. no I went, okay, Helen, thanks for your advice. Uh, no, you, no. Should, uh, you got fucking owned. That is good. I, I did not enjoyable. get owned. You did. It did not put a scratch <laughs> on me. I. Laughed at, laughed at about how Helen Wood it was like it was the ultimate Helen Wood wasn't it? That is that's brilliant. You do some people pay for that kind of shit, especially off Helen Wood. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, shout out Wayne Rooney, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> and um, Hugh Bonneville, never forget. Every that? time I see that guy, I think, oh, he fucked Helen Wood. He's like Hugh an actor Bonneville. at Downton Abbey who paid Helen Wood for sex. Oh, and like it acts like he's like some serious actors. Like you're <laughs> a, a deviant. Well, if it works for Hugh Grant, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, someone who who I've kind of like recently become aware of on Twitter, who's called at mm. Hot Dog Sims, um, mm. <laughs> was also involved in this conversation at the end and said, "This is amazing, lol, <laughs> to see <laughs> me and Helen go for each other." That is good. I think they listen to the pod as well. What a good point, though, about people obsessing over programs for six years. That is yeah. a very, very good point. It is a good point, but will we ever stop? 20 years ago would have been more I was going to say, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> anyway, that's Dean funny. Barney's on my shit list for this. Oh, 
Did he get involved? Dean Barney comes and says, ha ha ha, oh my god, I can just picture Helen's face and tone of voice behind this message. Legend. He said legend. I said, get in the bin, Dean Barney. I agree with you, Dean Barney. Dean Barney said, (laughs) Dean Barney said, get Helen on the pod. I would pay good money to you, not Helen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, actually, even Dean Barney said, get Helen to cut your hair, Gaz. Uh, I see. That's hilarious. Uh, also, at Sims Hot Dog said she's still just as pathetic as ever. Love that for you, babe. <laughs> ah, I'll get you a Helenwood cameo for your birthday. <laughs> Does she do it? <laughs> no, probably not. Do you know what? That's such a good gift for like a BB super fan. He's as <laughs> kind of like hated and inconvenient as she is as a blot on the history of BBK, but you know, it would be a laugh. She's- She's not the worst blot. I mean, to me, people like Charlotte Crosby and Scotty T are the, the lowest of the low. At least Helen Wood was sort of like a real person. These fucking Geordie reality show people, that's as, that's when Big Brother was in the gutter. As far as mm. You've got a point, but I feel like it all started there. <laughs> that was when the floodgates opened. Ah, Helen Wood opened the floodgates. <laughs> she, she did. <laughs> like Nigel Farage warned. <laughs> Anyway, some of the suggestions about like what did enable this ha- to happen in BBUK were obviously Pauline, and mm-hmm. I said, and, and obviously the pass to the final, like you said, and I, I said, yeah, but pass to the final or not, she was still voted by the public to be there, to which Lorcan said, to... <laughs> Lorcan said <laughs> it was all part of Jazzy P's plan. <laughs> and they had to release the voting figures because no one could have fucking believed it. <laughs> <laughs> She'd won by a fucking landslide. <laughs> I'm well, so actually confused. didn't get a look in. But she is also very popular. If you look at like her following and the strength of feeling about her, she's really a quite a popular housemate. Who on is? Channel 5. Ashley. Oh, okay. Quite boring, really. Wait. Yeah, female Ashley, right? Not Ash. Yeah. Oh no, obviously not. I mean, he was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and also um oh i didn't realize this guy was called jack um someone who i follow on twitter which is called at die penis de milo said i'm just going to go on a limb and blame the daily mail <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> for the enabling of someone like helen to win <laughs> fair enough uh, yeah and then the other twitter drama we had was the person who i saw <sighs> tweeting about their dream BB Can All Stars lineup, and I said it, there was like the usual suspects who you probably expect, like Iker and Neda and Karen. And uh, I was oh, like, Ollie, no, mid- Andrew Gordon, <laughs> Kenny <Who>? Rain. <laughs> I'm just being <laughs> What was the first Maddie, one you said? Arlie. Who's Arlie? Don't remember that. Oh, it was oh. this little megalomaniac, sub Jordan Paha little freak. Didn't he have like a really good, like kind of like guttural voice? Guttural voice. Yeah, he's got a horrible <laughs> accent. He was like in the kitchen. He went, "I'm winning this game," and then he got evicted for the next week. Bye. <laughs> Carry on. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I could tell this yeah. is going to be a messy one. 
And I said, um, no, Min Lee. And this person responded and went, oh, well, no, because Min Lee's problematic because she's an anti-masker and she has problematic views. And I went, well, I'm reading between the lines. I'm seeing good TV. Yeah. <laughs> to, which, to which they said, oh, so what is it about morals? Something about morals. Oh, you don't have to. Oh, I don't know. Something about. So overlook the morals for good TV. Yeah, you'll just We're overlook like... the morals for good TV. Damn fucking right we will. Yeah, Damn right, in points, Helen, Helen Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to watch fucking moral TV. If I did, I'd watch the fucking religious channel. Fuck off. And that I person was, was they were being so petty. And then they were just like, oh, don't put words in my mouth. And I was just like, I didn't even start this argument. Gaz started it on BB on Blast. <laughs> and then I decided to get involved. And, and then you liked away. my tweets. It was like I was liking my own tweet on yeah, I thought that as well. I thought I should have done it as myself, not as the brand. Yeah, you account. could have done it as you. Yeah. <laughs> Poor social media strategy from the uh, digital person. I just think anyone, I, but I do worry we're becoming like, you know, part of the problem because I just think anyone who says like problematic, I just think, oh, whatever. <laughs> I just think, I mean, you what can't do you mean? even say, we're becoming you can't part even of the say, problem. no, you can't even say like bitch or you can't like, we can't have a go. Beth for like jumping yeah. between two guys. We're just, we're just joking. We don't really. You, you can't put a poll out really... to find out who is the worst person in the world. Oh, another one. <laughs> God, and someone said it was me. <laughs> <laughs> you must have liked that. You must have enjoyed yeah, that. They back, they back though. I was did like, they? <laughs> yeah, they backtracked and said, oh, sorry, I think I took it too seriously. I'm like, yeah, you did. Oh, you said it's, yeah, you went. We're having a laugh. An L U, yeah, just L A U G H. It's called a yeah. Just kidding, just kidding. But then I worry, like, oh my god, are we like, you know, Jim Davidson? Just like, oh, just kidding. You gotta be careful. It's well, there is, a, <laughs> yeah, the, like comedy in essence kind of has to sometimes be shocking and be offensive. Mm. But then it's like ten years later down the line, it's actually not appropriate. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> <laughs> today it's not appropriate. <laughs> in 10 years down the line but I think James Corden and Robbie Williams can handle it don't you I think yeah I think so <laughs> wealthy enough and <laughs> and cushy enough Gemma, lives Gemma Collins and Stephen Mulhern well fingers crossed it'll tip them over the edge <laughs> I'm just kidding oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> shut down the podcast wow I'm joking of course I don't want that <laughs> It's your fault um, for starting this conversation. Well, you know, <laughs> you have to start on a high because it's going only going down from here, isn't it? Oh God. <laughs> I bought a whole bottle of wine as well, have on my own. And that makes for a good pod usually. I'm at the moment I'm drinking a cup of tea. I need to Oh come on, get, get a, a drink, drink down, yeah. No, but the reason was I was feeling a bit hungry, so I needed to have like a banana and a cup of tea to get me through. Oh god. Honestly, listeners, I Every week it's, oh, I'm hungry, I've got to eat something. I've got to... You know these people who are just like, I've got to have dinner, I've got to eat something. Those people, oh, there are very specific kind of people like these people who are fucking late all the time, just saying. And it's just like everything just revolves around, you've got to get food, you've got to, you've got to eat something. It's like, becomes everyone's problem. It's like, stop bothering me, I've, I've eaten. <laughs> this is the voice of someone who doesn't eat food, real food. Rude, I had sausage this and chips is... tonight. <laughs> This is the thing. I think sometimes I think, oh God, Lindsay must think I'm crazy because do you remember when we recorded 
last Sunday, actually. Was it last Sunday? Easter. No, the one before. <laughs> and I was doing a yeah. roast dinner. And then you were like, enjoy your mm. roast. And then you were like, sent me a picture of your food, which was a delivery, a takeaway. Mm. And it had long arrived. And my and I was still mm. cooking. And then I, like mm. hours later, my meal was like finally done. <laughs> I just thought you must think. I remember you, obviously you bought the bits for a Christmas dinner for Jack. Mm. In the context of like, it's put it in the oven because it's from M&S, right? And you went, ah, oh, mm. made a roast dinner. It was easy. <laughs> you fucking but, snob. What that is the difference between it takes snob. so long to make what it from scratch. <laughs> oh, my food took longer to cook than yours. So what? It took the same amount of time to fucking eat, you absolute snob. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, look down on me I'm about glad food. glad you said eat and nothing else. <laughs> uh, I've been called everything. Down. Food chav. I'm used to it. Um, got, got yeah, I know. I should, and in light of everything that's <laughs> going on, we, I shouldn't even be going there. No, but what I was yeah, saying, what I was thinking was, you must think, God, this is crazy. How long it takes girls to make a meal? No, I don't think like that. I know. Cooking a leg of plant from scratch. No, I, don't, I don't think that at all. Oh, all I right. think. Mm, good luck to you. I've got better things to do, like <laughs> play crash team racing and but drink vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you want to get what? a drink? Oh, um, yeah, hang on. I was going to say, the reason I was coming on late and I was going to tell you on the pod was because my nan... Oh, yeah, no, me. tell me. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, and I'm just going to tell you on the pod because I think it's quite amusing. So for listeners who don't know, my nan's currently in a care home and she's had her arm in a cast because she fell over and broke her wrist and she's finally got the cast off. You fell over. She's... <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh, dear. So she's now in... in the home but she's like getting physio to try and move her hand again but it's been in the cast for ages so it's kind of stuck in it she said it's stuck in like a thumbs up position so she said it looks like <laughs> i like everything <laughs> she said, she said, <laughs> yeah no i said oh, did i say it looks like you like everything she said yeah but i can always turn it upside down <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's good i like it um and then today so i missed the call yesterday and she calls she calls me again today and I, just before the just before i was about to get ready for the pod I was like, oh, mm. God, this is going to hold me back. But also, mm. I can't not talk to my nanny after missing her call yesterday. No. She goes, she goes answers the phone. I, I answer the phone. She goes, how are you? I just wanted to tell you what I've been doing. <laughs> didn't listen. Didn't stop <laughs> to listen to what I've been doing. She, she said, I've been sna- snail racing. <laughs> said, I'm the <laughs> She said, the nurse came in today. She said, how are you, Margaret? She said, I'm so bored. She said, okay, uh, I'm going to, she goes, I'm going to go get a wheelchair and take you racing. And to which my nun said, what? Wheelchair racing? <laughs> and she said, no, snail racing. So in the home where she is, it's kind of like in a kind of garden setting. It's, like it's kind of a rural, rural development. And um, nice. they collect some they have a thing where they collect some snails from the garden and then they obviously have like a table with tracks like laid out on it and they put like fruit down the track and they race the snails for the old people and the old people like choose one and my nanny was talking about how this old woman had knocked a snail off the table <laughs> it's like, it is an old people's home you're all in you're all old <laughs> i like that they don't see themselves as the same no, so this old <laughs> and, um, how long does it take a snail to race along well, I'm glad you asked. So she mm. said, oh, I chose a little one. She said, no bigger than my thumbnail. 
And she said, oh, no. oh my she, God. Said that, she said they're quite fast. She said, I thought it would take a couple of hours for it to get up the table, but mine got up, <laughs> mine got up there in 20 minutes. God, those care, care home workers know what they're doing, don't they? Just fucking put them in front of this rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> <the> TV. <laughs> and she said uh, hers came in fourth. And she oh, said, uh, out of how many? Yeah. Oh, I don't actually know. I should have checked mm, how many. It could have been out of five. That wouldn't have been too mm, I know that would have been bad. True. <laughs> out of 40. Very good. <laughs> I think they had that many snails. Bloody hell. Um, and she said, oh, they had a drinks trolley and they had every drink on there. She said you could have bottles of wine, champagne, cans of beer. And they said, do you want a bottle to take back to, back to your room? She said, I don't what? drink. What? I know. Hey, all that in a care home? Yeah, they're getting them pissed, apparently. Sign me up. <laughs> and she said, oh, um, one gentleman made a pass at me and said, hello, don't... <laughs> believe we've met i'm i'm william um i'd like to get to know you better what room are you in oh my god just like bolt the door honestly like randy pensioners is a problem you know mm. in care homes like sti rates are like off the charts amongst them because they're all getting it on yeah but can they get it up oh good point apparently mm. anyway the answer to what room are you in that my nan gave him was the one with the locked door. <laughs> yes. Oh, nan. But anyway, nice. like she, this is the first social thing she's done in there. She mm. told me they had bingo. But she doesn't want to go. She hates it. And well, I love bingo. She said she'll fall asleep. Mm. Um, bingo's fun. It's quite thrilling. <laughs> but honestly, like I could hear the difference from mm. having gone out and socialised. And mm. it's, like, amazing to clearly, clearly see how that has changed her whole mood. And she couldn't wait to mm. tell me about it. Yeah. That's fun. That's quite cool. I hope she they do some other things the... apart from that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, she's give, she's, she says she's got the timetable now. I thought, why didn't they tell her before? But anyway, she's got, like, mm. a whole list of things. She's planning to go to, like, arts oh, and good. crafts and mm. the, ba the baking class hmm. or stuff that's cool did she ever find out what you've been doing no she just told me all about <laughs> that and then decided she had to go <laughs> nice <laughs> that's so funny my mum's a bit like that as well she just talks about herself and then just that's Says, it bye yeah my nan's so like, okay she's my nan goes and she wants to end the call she goes i'll talk to you love <laughs> or i'll Yay! see you love <laughs> <laughs> sometimes like if i've got a new job or something my mum's just like don't ask me anything about it. it. Doesn't ask me what I do or do you know what I mean? Like no interest in it whatsoever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm pleased that she sounds. Mm. She seems to be doing better. Hmm. That's good. Should we talk about Big Brother Canada yet, or have you got anything else before we go in? I've got to get a. To I've got to get a top up. You need to get an alcoholic drink. Ah, oh, sure, sure. We have a little pause for a, a beverage. Yeah, break. let's have a little pause and compose ourselves. All right then. Right. What drink have you got, Lindsay? I've got two glasses of wine, just in case. We oh. Run on. <laughs> I got two drinks as well. You know. Yes, and that wasn't got... even planned. So you're in for a I treat. Oh, what's got that? Myself a little double rum. Spiced rum, which I bought Dan. I bought Dan for his birthday. So don't tell him. Oh, and you're drinking. All <laughs> oh, right, oh, it's yeah, on. I thought you were no, drinking what? it before you gave it to him. <laughs> no, it's been his birthday. <laughs> Imagine um, you're just tipping it with water. <laughs> I got the uh, 
the and soda on the side. Oh, free, free promo for them again. Mm. When will they sponsor us? To our four listeners. Mm. Uh, we've got at least 40. <laughs> um, I just went into the living room and Dan showed me a video on his phone, I guess Instagram. He said, do you recognise this person? I said, hmm. no. It was Joe O'Meara. Oh. <laughs> She's had a lot of work done. She looks completely oh, no. different. Oh, no. She's trying to, you know escape from the dressing gown <laughs> you can never she was in the dressing gown i'd have recognized her <laughs> i need to you need to send me that mm. the listeners would be interested. I guess it was on her own instagram mm. what, they're doing it, it post, yeah probably because dan really likes s club seven mm. what about the you know race hate oh well you forget know. 20 years later <laughs> never forget <laughs> Gaz I'm looking for Joe Mira. Audio listeners, Gaz is looking at his phone. Right, I'm going to start this. I've got it. Do you want to see her? Oh. I Wait, can't see it so well, bad with it the light. Looks more like Suzanne Shaw than Joe Mira. Oh, God. Has she gone back in time? <laughs> Does she look well, good or not? I can't quite tell. Step back in time. She looks better than she did, but. She looks entirely different. She looks a bit, little, little bit like um, Jessica Alves. <laughs> what a shame, she? She? Try... <laughs> she should try uh, changing her name as well. <laughs> Under attitude. <laughs> She's probably perfectly nice now, but now, now. now. <laughs> I don't know. Right, should we right. do this podcast? What yeah, days have you got right. notes for? I've actually got all. All days. Ooh, I've got all days as well. Oh, it's going to be a long one. Fucking do you not? Do you long. not have? Do you not have any sort of like tittle tattle from the week? Oh, I do have tittle tattle. Well remembered, because this will be old news, very old news, but news that you don't know. I'm going to tell you something now that might blow your socks off. Oh. If you don't know this, if you don't know this by now, you are about to. <laughs> <laughs> Is it about? You know it. Is it about Beth and Jetson having anal sex? No. Okay. Did they really have anal sex in the big? No. Of the <laughs> I, Come on. I now. think there was a discussion that, like, you know, it's on, it's on the cards or something, possibly. But honestly, that's their business. Are you sure I don't they concern myself with that. Back, a backdoor option. Um, no, it's about another budding romance in the house. Um. Another budding romance. Hmm. Ter- um, Tina and Kiefer. Tina's <laughs> 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 a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> what are you at? Oh, whatever it is. <laughs> She's done a tully and Kiefer's really turned it around for her. Oh, God. Yeah, she couldn't resist. <laughs> 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 oh, we are on one tonight. The knives are out. <laughs> Shing. <laughs> no, who, I can't think of another budding romance. You've got There's Braden. been a snog. In, all right, it's not really it's not really a romance. It's a snog, but it was sort of a secret sexy snog that Big Brother Canada is hiding from us. Oh, pesky, pesky Big Brother. A gay uh, snog, in, in fact. Oh, Ty and Braden. Yeah. Oh, you did know. 
I think I've heard about it, but I don't know. Yeah, they ha- apparently they got off and when, uh, apparently there was some hand action. This was when Austin was still in the house. And she said to Bray, how far did it go? And he said 33% or something along those lines. Oh, wow. That's gay. Well, very well known gay code. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it means just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and apparently Ty was kissing Brayden's neck or Brayden was kissing Ty's neck. Was this not I... in the game of Truth or Dare that we saw a little clip of? No, no, it was it was not a part of a game. Well, it was part of the Big Brother game and Ty's mm. social strategy, but <laughs> Yeah, the at the Kevy Wevy playbook. Exactly. And apparently I heard on a podcast that Big Brother Canada got shit for showing Kevy Wevy and Will's sort of whatever it was. Why they got they shit in terms of yeah. what they shouldn't be showing men. Showing interest to one another. Yeah, I don't know actually, but the fact that they're not they've not showed this, which is interesting. We'd like to see it, I'm sure. It's like why? Why are you not showing it? We want to know. We want to see it. Uh, hang on, I need more details. Do you have more details on this? They got in shit. No, because they that. never actually showed it on the live feed. Apparently, every time something interesting happens on the live feed, they cut it. No, what I'm talking about is previously getting in trouble for showing Kevy Wevy and William, yeah, being close. Why? Made... I I don't know. Bad feedback. Yeah, maybe because Kevy Webby was sort of using Will, maybe. Oh well, I felt like that about the situation too, but I yeah, hope but it wasn't kind of a like, oh, we don't want to see two men on a bed together. Yeah, it probably was a homophobic complaints or something. Oh, I'm sure it was. Um. So yeah, what do you think of that as a game move on either side? Any good? Um, well, I'm sure an enjoyable experience for Brayden. Hmm. You know, Ty's kind of what about Ty? one of the heartthrobs. Hmm. Well, do you know, um, you know, in the past we've said that when we get a gay vibe from someone, and I always think, oh God, are we allowed to say that? Who did you say you were getting well, a gay vibe know. from? I've forgotten. If anyone's allowed to say it, it's you, not me. Yeah, who well, was? Who were we getting a gay vibe from? Who was from? that? Sheldon. 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 Oh, yeah, you were getting that from Sheldon. Yeah. I wasn't. But like I Ty, Ty, I think like possibly he's he's very mm. sweet and he's quite um mm. like as masculine as he is, he's quite kind of soft with it. So I feel like there's potential mm. to go either way. I don't know. Perhaps he's bisexual. Who are we I to say? I think he's just open. He's obviously open. He's open to the triangle, isn't he? And he's open to getting off of Braden. So he's probably just you know a carefree kind of a guy. And why mm. not? Good on him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that, so there was more shape that triangle into a square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. There was more about Tara's microaggressions towards Jed and Ty. And apparently Big Brother gave her a talking to about it. Oh. How do we know? People on the, um, in the aftermath. She came she came out the diary room and was like, apologize. I think she apologized to Rohan for saying something about the Simpsons, which I can imagine what that was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she said she wasn't going to put Jed and Ty up anymore. So this was a while ago. This is like a week or two. Well, there's back. only one Asian character in the entirety of The Simpsons, really. Mm. And um, stereotype. He is a stereotype. However, there is a whole like um, discussion around 
a poo in the Simpsons. Do you know about this? Yeah, there was a yeah, there was a documentary. I think I watched the documentary about it. That he actually represents like a really positive, positive view of an Asian man in America who's like works really hard. <laughs> There's this, but the, but the problem with the character is that um he is voiced by a white person, but. The Simpsons have like committed themselves to not using white actors for people of color, characters of characters of color, if you can say yeah. that in The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, going forward. Yeah, I know. No, there is something. Good. There is. There's a whole YouTube video about how Apu is like such a kind of like stand-up guy. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but Asian people, Asian people say you know they get called Apu at school and things like that, and people are taking a piss out their voice and that sort of stuff. So. If Tara mm. said something like that, it's not in a it's not because you're a stand-up guy, is it? No. <laughs> and I don't recall no. Rohan saying that he runs a convenience store <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> um so yeah, apparently she got in trouble about that. Um another thing was before they had that big Barney, and on the recap, I did see Tara take <laughs> her sunglasses off and throw them on the floor. Mm, good is it? that. Stupid. There should be a gift for that. Um, she said before the fight, she said, I'm not gonna get into a fight with another woman on TV. I don't want my kids to see me like that. How did that work out? <laughs> Cut to two minutes later. <laughs> um, and also about the Victoria um getting evicted. The Victoria blindside apparently wasn't a blindside because Ted gave her the heads up in the diary uh... room. Did you know about this? Yes, I did hear something about this, and I don't know where from, but um, I caught wind of something where it was said, you know, if they start to question you in the diary room about how would you feel if there was a backdoor plan in action, mm. you start to catch okay. wind of there is a backdoor mm. afoot. Where did you hear mm. this, and why do we know this? I heard it on a podcast, and uh, apparently they refer to the diary room as bananas. And Victoria came out and went, oh, Bananas told me, blah, 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 blah. And then apparently Big Brother, like, just went, you're not allowed to talk about production. And then they, I think they got rid of all their food and just left a bunch of bananas in the storeroom. <laughs> I like mess. that. <laughs> 500 bananas. A horse's head in the bed. <laughs> yeah, a banana under, the, under your pillow. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Holding the banana to the ear. <laughs> Is Victoria going to get blindsided? But why would they want to ruin their own blindside? Because they wanted to save Victoria, I guess. No, I don't think that they are ever doing that with an, an agenda. I do have faith in Big Brother's production that they're just trying to get the content for the show. And I, probably I, they would ask everyone on the block that question. I can see the I can see how it could happen because when Kiefer was setting himself up for a fall earlier in the week and he kept going, like, there's no way I'm gonna go oh home in Victoria. They were like being so heavy handed with it. Like normally they never used to do that, but now I feel like they're so heavy handed with it that if they were doing that in the diary room as well, then it's not hard to get the red string out, put two and two together, and make bananas. <laughs> if they were being like you know overly confident in the diary room, they'd get the impression from Big Brother that they no, shouldn't be. But it, just I'm saying big about Big Brother just hinting too much about things and sort of spoiling the the surprise. Like Keith, the way Keith mm. was going on, it's like oh, obviously he's going to go home, even though he didn't actually go home in the end. I was convinced. They, oh, it, I mean, we have the title ready. Don't say it. Yeah. Like, mm, see. Um, I leaked it earlier. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so that was quite interesting, I thought. Do you know what, then, I, what, I want, what I want to say about that before we move on? Sorry, is that um, Tim Dormer has a podcast, and I don't think you have, I don't know if you ever listened to it. I definitely said I it did listen to a couple of episodes, yeah. Um, and it's mostly about reality TV and people's experience and stuff. And in that, he does talk about his experience in Big Brother Canada and how the diary room is really different. Mm-hmm. So for the for a housemate from UK and Australia, whenever you're in the diary room, producer will never ever talk to you outside of the character of Big Brother. But in Canada, they obviously do, and they they're more aware of the, the fact they're making a show because they have to commentate on the competitions and stuff, which we don't do, and neither does yeah. Australia. Well, mm. kind of do now, but um, yeah, it's just interesting if you listen to that episode of Tim's podcast um, to hear how these housemates who are used to Big Brother being like that had to adjust to diary room being somewhere where you actually make tv and talk to a producer instead of just being somewhere mm-hmm. where you go to talk to big brother and get stuff off your chest yeah, and nominate yeah i wonder what nikki made of that <laughs> not much well like, judging by her, her diary rooms that she did she was just doing her usual diary room antics wasn't yeah she? i think <laughs> nikki treated the diary room exactly like she always had done mm. and it was a place to m- complain to big brother when she wasn't happy and a place to cry and be upset when she needed Thanks. to let that out yeah event um we'll talk about nikki when we talk about the canada tribute so the final thing was um that did you know there was some concern about ontario where big brother canada is filmed going back into a lockdown and big brother being cancelled i did not oh god imagine it happened again but it turns out that if you your workplace has under 50 people it can stay open and apparently big brother canada has under 50 people Wow, the fact they're running this whole production on less than 50 people, and that must be kind of strategic just in case it does happen again, I'd imagine. Yeah. But like that has got to be the bare minimum. Mm. The people running the show must be absolutely exhausted. Yeah. Although, if you think about now compared to the past, there's probably a lot fewer cameramen inside any given Big Brother house than there ever used to be. It's kind of automated, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, it's gonna eventually. It'll be the ultimate so, social distance distance in television because, you know, it already is pretty much like you're contained mm. in a bubble. Kind of perfect for pandemics, really. <laughs> or the circle. Oh yeah, that's the ultimate one. You're right. Yeah, because they're actually that's separate. A, that's a boring, separate. a boring show. When well, no you say it's You say that, but actually, the UK one really kind of flew in that last series like a lot of people were into it and James at Judy Girl Pod has been watching it as well like the Americans have come over because obviously they've got their own version too did you watch it I didn't watch it but my boss messaged me at work last week and said please tell me that you're as obsessed with the circle oh, as I God. as I am we had a glitch there didn't we frozen. yeah my boss said please tell was me that, you're as, was as, that, as uh, obsessed no, no I haven't watched yeah, to which I said, I yeah. haven't watched it, mm. and he put the shock emoji. Mm. I said, you know, I'm if more about people that... in the same in the same room than in, on the same network. Mm. <laughs> if that if that was a good show, I guarantee you, me and you would both be watching it. So that ain't a good show. The end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you know... it. That's all. It's a good job you reminded me about the catch up stuff because that was some good shit from like two weeks ago. I also want to ask you, have you seen, and Alfie Sheldon is watching this, a show mm. on the BBC called This Is My House? No. 
<laughs> okay, so the concept is uh, it's presented by Stacey Dooley, and she goes round to this house, and at the house are four people all claiming to be the same person and claiming to own the house. Oh, I saw this on Gogglebox. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, couldn't then, really understand, I couldn't really understand the appeal. Explain it, though, for the listeners. It's a really strange concept. So mm. it's kind of a game show. So these four people are playing for a thousand pounds if they, <laughs> if they, wait, is it if, if they, they convince the person it's their house? Yes, correct. Yeah. If they convince them that it's their house. So there's a celebrity panel, and the celebrity panel stay in the this is my house house, but they don't actually live there. But it's set up like mm. a Big Brother house, so it has cameras, the hot head rigged cameras, so it feels a bit like a reality show. They're all sitting in their living room. Mm watching the clue packages so it's got this like goggle box element but it's a bit like come dine with me because four people are in a house trying to mm. outplay each other and convince everyone that this is in fact their house and then before the end game they have not the end game before the celebrities have to decide whose house it is for real the person whose house it is gets to eliminate one of the other four mm. Did you get that? There's an elimination. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then they have like three to choose from, and mm. the others are all actors. So it's quite fun. It's a it's a really silly show, but I like it. I don't really get what the appeal of that show is. It's part come dine with me, part <laughs> goggle box, part mystery reality show, and it's a bit like mm. Mars Singer that you have to guess. Game, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And what Alfie Sheldon told me was that. The concept was actually created by Richard Bacon, of all people. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I like Richard Bacon. I think he's quite hot. Is he the one that did drugs and had to leave Blue Peter? Yeah. <laughs> he's actually like a really nice guy. I approve. Yeah, I think I so, thought you might enjoy that show. Uh, by the way, I'm not sure about that show. Right. Should we actually? We still haven't started actually talking about these fucking episodes. If you are listening on all of our platforms, you can watch on YouTube if you want. Have a look at us. This will end I soon. Know it mm. I know. I was said to Gas today, should we actually meet outside and do this podcast? He was like, hell no. No, <laughs> hell no. Because if we start in the evening and we'll be sitting outside now, like. Well, Jack's sat outside drinking right now. Probably next to some pub. sort of log burner or underneath an electric heater. Hmm, I guess so. Might get a log burner. We'll keep it. We'll keep it alight as a task. <laughs> Honestly, guys, when I move, I'm gonna make my garden like so nice. I'm gonna make it like I'm gonna make it like weatherproof and just like have a couch there and I'm gonna make it really uh, like an extra room in the house. Can you put a screen in so that you can like do screen ins outside? Oh, that's a good idea. Like a projector. Yeah, it could just be a sheet to be honest. Oh, that's a really good idea. Well, yeah, I can't I'm open this because of a bit of my nails. Oh, come on, dear. <laughs> I think I was supposed to be responsible for the nominations episode, so I made in-depth notes. Okay, go on then. You talk us through it. I also made in-depth notes. Well, I'm trying to pour a drink first. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, this was the episode that started with the Nikki tribute. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I haven't got notes about the Nikki tribute, but it was pretty much the perfect 
tribute that you kind of knew Big Brother Canada would do. Like, I couldn't fault it. Arissa was brilliant. Everything she said was spot on. And the images were, like, so good. It was, like, even the wedding to Joel with Marsha was in there. Mm -hmm. I loved seeing that. And Nikki with the puppies, Mm -hmm. which a lot of Canadian, a lot of BB Can fans, I realise, that's a standout moment for them when the the Mm. puppies, the bulldog puppies came in. Mm. Um, I watched it before I'd seen the show because Alfie put it on Twitter, so I'd already seen it. Mm. Mm. You were a little bit concerned about whether you could take watching it, weren't you? And I said, I thought you could. How did it go down? Yeah, because it was... um... I feel grateful for Big Brother Canada for actually doing that because mm. considering the way British TV has treated Nikki's death, which is appalling as far as I'm concerned, Big Brother Canada could have literally just put a black card up saying in memory, in memory of, of. Graham and, uh, and not done anything and not had Arissa sat there, not ha- had any of the clips or anything. So for Arissa to s- sit there and, you know, be sort of informal and be very, very sincere in what she was saying and for them to you know take the time to put the clips together and I just felt like it was very thoughtful and very kind and fitting uh whereas Mm. I just feel like our media has uh, I mean the fact of Nikki being such a big character anyway is a massive thing and but also the fact of what she fucking died of that's something you could actually help with so why don't you fucking get someone on from a charity get someone on from uh, who get a survivor on who's actually lived through this and uh, and it's okay now if I'm, there must be there must be people who have conquered it as yeah. difficult as it is give people a bit of hope the fact that just glossed over and just and especially in the shadow of this prince philip stuff it just really got on my last nerve to be honest yeah i think i've been feeling the exact same way but i've definitely not been watching as much tv lately because because i knew that like most of the news coverage was prince philip and i know that i'm Mm. kind of i've been waiting for something that is not going to come and the next working day um after the announcement which came on saturday so on the monday after last week i guess it was last week yeah yeah last monday i was listening to radio one and the news beat had did have a mention of Nikki and it had an actress, I think, speaking about eating disorders and the lack of focus on that issue, I think. It was like, mm. I think she talked about how, you know, this news could be very triggering for a lot of people. And I mm. think she'd experienced eating disorders her- for herself. And that was the mm. first thing that I heard. And I was like, okay, well, there is something coming, being discussed out there in the news. And I honestly mm. thought that I would be seeing more coverage from like this morning because two weeks prior, Nikki's mum was obviously on there, which you told me about, which I've now since watched because I hadn't watched it yet. Mm. Mm. Especially given that I think that show on the Monday was being presented by Alison Hammond, mm. ex Big Brother yeah. housemate, Dermot O'Leary, ex mm. Big Brother presenter, and also mm. in part Josie, but Josie's kind of just the sort of competition person, isn't she? But, yeah. I really thought they would have done a call-in and, you know, had yeah. had an expert on there 
like a maybe a health professional charity representative from definitely beat over here or I, mind i still kind of think are they planning it planning something maybe but they can't just let that just be got especially after having her mum on they can't just gloss over that and uh, and also it's right up their street of mental health and all this you know be kind and all this you know it's a very important thing to talk about so i don't see why when jade died it was such a big thing and nikki dying is just mm like nothing well i do have a theory on this actually Hmm. like to us this is as impactful as jade dying but to the wider public who was literally watched jade slowly die because Hmm. obviously jade got married before she died and that was all in the press and she did a documentary that documented her death basically and the press covered and the press covered jade's decline with cancer day in day out so everyone was already kind of invested like beyond big brother people um people were already kind of invested in what was happening with jade and with nikki although we knew this the situation because the gofundme came out and this morning audience obviously knew there was a problem because Nikki's mum went on and did the interview. Apart from that, people weren't really expecting this or weren't necessarily aware of it. And then, of course, it happened um, following Prince Philip's death, which was getting all of the coverage. So did you hear all of this? Yeah, I heard it all. And you're exactly right. Like, I messaged my best friend because we... Oh, do I sound weird? Does that sound okay? No, I'm perhaps slightly echoey, but I'm not sure. Yeah, echo on sound echo. Hold on. Oh, put my echo on, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I messaged my best friend because obviously we used to love Big Brother back in the day. Oh, yeah, I still do. Shout out mm. Helen Wood. And uh, <laughs> she, said, she said she didn't even know Nikki was ill. So no, you're, you're right. Didn't. Jade, Jade was really in the spotlight a lot more than Nikki was. And the other because thing Nikki is... didn't be in the spotlight. Because she couldn't be. No. No. I was going to say, the other thing is, um, people aren't going out at the moment and buying the tabloids and they're not buying the gossip mags and, Mm. uh, I mean, celebrity mags, which would Mm. talk about this stuff. So I just feel like Mm. a lot less people know. But then it's also strange because the other flip side is it feels like everyone we know is upset about it. Everyone that we know on Twitter is upset about Mm. it. And people, Mm. across the world are literally floored by this news because mm. Nikki is known in obviously Canada now Canada has an international audience in the US with a big, with big brother and like the big brother audience is now so kind of like borderless that even June song tweeted tributes to Nikki and I wouldn't ever thought her to thought she would know mm. about Nikki mm. I'm more surprised that you knew who June Song was. <laughs> <laughs> I actually listened to a podcast with June Song. Yeah, June Song is actually pretty cool. But um, a boring season of Big Brother, though. But, oh, really? Oh, I thought it should have been yeah. good because she had a really good storyline, well, background. Yeah. Um. Just... Anyway, beside the point. Yeah. 
I think yeah, I feel I the same really... as you. And I think what I'm really surprised about is this morning. And my question is, mm. well, my my thought was like maybe the family are asking them not to cover it now. Mm. But no, because they would want help for other people. I'm a hundred percent sure of that, wouldn't they? Mm. You yeah, I guess. I I don't think so. I think because uh, last week when we recorded our message about it. Um, I think we're both in a bit of a state of shock weren't we and I think as the night went on the thing that got me was Pete's message and just his raw grief was just that was the thing that got me going Um, and I think I think it's a bit unbecoming the way it's become a bit of a slanging match with I saw her last and you didn't see her and you weren't there for her and blah 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 and all this and it's like I don't know. It's just not. Well, it's really only Michelle Heaton that's kind of been critical. But I did see, obviously, uh, images. And I'm talking about Ashley. Ashley as well. No, um, that was that was me actually. I assumed that Michelle Heaton might have been talking about Ashley, and I was just theorising. But I think that actually it might be about Pete. But um, yeah, uh, Imogen posted on her stories that people have been saying that she was Nikki was alone and she was never alone and that. The friends had a rotor to like check in with Nikki and but her mum said she was alone uh, yeah well term- terminal loneliness was the term that mm. her mum used wasn't it so the biggest shock for me actually and I wish that I'd watched Nikki's mum's interview before was that she said the gym's closing had such an impact because Nikki felt she mm. could manage her like food intake with using the gym and mm. gyms have been closed for the best part of the last year. And I feel, you know, mm. I feel that. And people um, people say, people made an argument for mental health and gyms being open and mm. leisure centres and everything else. And it was kind of poo-pooed by a lot of people as not kind of a valid argument. But I think in this case, it's taken someone's life. Obviously, the mm. underlying condition is the ultimate culprit mm. but unless it was the conditions that we were under that it wouldn't have got to this i totally agree and and especially swimming pools like being shut into because i've gone swimming three times this week shout out um wow. but, <laughs> but swimming pools being shut for i mean it's very hard to pass covid on in a swimming pool and mm. and gyms as well strike me as being very very clean and sanitized before you've gone the equipment and stuff so i don't get that either it just i just I actually think with lockdown now in the UK, it's just total fucking overkill. I actually think it's just, and I, mm. I'm not an, I'm not a minly, I'm not an anti-masker and everything. I just think it's just ridiculous. Just let's just fucking get back to living. Not yeah. that many people are dying now, and we're young, so I want to fucking live my life and do stuff. Yeah. Not be on the computer all day. You know, I under, I understand it. You know, I understand they had to take the measures, and that lockdowns do work. But it's been so long now. And by the way, I've been dying to get back to the gym. Did I tell you that my gym isn't reopening? Oh. <laughs> I know. Um, well, I think uh, I think probably because I think the brand operates like as franchises and I think the franchise has folded. So they said, Oh, it's gonna it's opening soon under new management. I'm thinking, have you even managed mm-hmm. to find that yet? Like when's that gonna happen? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can't haven't been able to go back to mine yet. Oh, you could have joined a new gym. So um, anyway, we're talking about Nikki. 
Yes, there is. Um, I think a lot of people will be feeling will have been feeling in a similar way, and there was something in the tribute that Arissa said, which was basically like, even if you only knew Nikki through a TV screen, like she touched the lives of millions, even if only through a TV screen. And mm. I thought, you know, that made me feel like validated in my grief by Arissa. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like for viewers. Yeah. It was strange. It's strange to grieve for somebody who you've never met. Um, I don't think ex- so. No? No, I don't. Because people you never met, like entertainers and actors and singers, can mean a hell of a lot to you. I don't think it's strange at all. And also, uh, that's like saying, if, oh God, God forbid, Rowan or Lauren, <laughs> fucking hell, why have I said that? We have died. met Rowan. Oh, yeah, we have met Rowan. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Rowan, I forgot. Well, you know, died we like if laurie died we'd be absolutely devastated wouldn't we but that's different because we have a communi- line of communication with laurie but we've never met her in the basest terms yeah laurie take your vitamins <laughs> what i'm saying is like <laughs> someone who you don't really know like and reality tv no, is so, so like obviously people do like you say get invested in people like musicians for example Hmm. and you feel like you know celebrities and in reality tv you can feel like you know someone even more so because you get so much access to that person through Hmm. watching live feeds and watching them live Hmm. Um, that's true so yeah they become like a friend a a friend who doesn't know they're your friend (laughs) (laughs) hold on that's a stalker i think (laughs) oops something like that yeah (laughs) anyway it felt strange to me to to feel really very numb over this and to really be thinking about it all the time I was thinking about Nikki Mm. a lot and I was looking on Twitter Mm. at what people were saying and I found myself looking at her old Instagram even she has two accounts on Instagram oh god um and that's almost like I don't know self what's that what mawkish like sort of reveling in misery yeah maybe um and I didn't actually that I didn't actually cry about it which I thought like I might but I think I was more upset when I saw the pictures and I realized mm. Mm. Uh, what was going on but yeah anyway it's taken me the best part of a week to kind of get to a point where I'm not thinking about it all the time mm. and feel like I'm actually coming to terms with it now mm. well imagine how her family are feeling it's just I feel so just so bad for her mum and everything yeah and one thing that stood out for me was Pete went on a few news programs and he talked about how he'd gone to see her and how he seemed so committed to the belief that just his love and support was enough to save Nikki mm-hmm. I think that's why it was really hard to see him realise that it wasn't yeah and I think Pete is quite a, a vulnerable character anyway isn't he He's obviously got his health issues and he's obviously, you know, a bit of a druggie and everything. And no one becomes a druggie without uh, a reason to become one, let's just say. Yeah. Uh, so, do you know what I mean? He's quite a, a vulnerable character, I think. Um, and I do. I just hope mm-hmm. people aren't being horrible to him. Because even if he hadn't seen Nikki and even if he hadn't seen her in 20, 15 years or 20 years, if your ex, 
boyfriend dies or your ex-girlfriend dies, you're still going to grieve and you're still going to be sad, even if you had fallen out with them, even if you, you know, it's still a shock, isn't it? And it's still yeah. awful. It's still awful. So I think and- you're saying, oh, you weren't, you weren't that close to it. Fuck off. It's not a competition. It's not a competition of who knew someone best. It can still hit you really, really hard no matter what. Yeah, and I think it would be very petty to sort of um, come yeah. for the connection that Pete and Nikki had, which was evident for everyone to mm. see. And in that picture where he's gone to visit her and they're having a hug, Nikki looks so mm. ill, but she also looks very comforted just by the fact that mm. he's there, which I think mm. that's all that matters really, isn't it? And you know what Nikki was like with Pete? And you know what Nikki was like with Tim as well? There, there was just that sort of vulnerability and sweetness and just oh shush and just um like that comfort that she took in them do you know what I mean just that uh, safe like an immediate space yeah, yeah affin- that she had with them affinity and no one can no one can ever take that away so shut up horrible so, so yeah. into the into the episode Oh, one last thing about Nikki. Arisa, yeah. Arisa, Arisa said Nikki was an absolute original, which I thought was a great way of putting it. And legend was used, the term legend, which mm. I think, you know, rightly, rightly, <laughs> rightly used. Um, mm. God, we need to get through these fucking episodes, Jesus. Yeah, I know. So the intro, in the intro, mm. the intro guy said that the back door had sent Vic up the creek. <laughs> <laughs> the creek. I think they mean the creek, creek, isn't it? I think they mean creek. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And they also referred to Terra as the tiny terror. <laughs> the tiny terror swung back. <laughs> uh, Kiefer doesn't seem bothered to lose Victoria, who he was, I know, supposed I was annoyed to be about- loyal to. Even know, in the was, diary room, I noted. Yeah, I was annoyed about that. And it, ironically, the same thing that happened to Victoria almost happened to Kiefer. And I thought he should have, you know, learned his lesson from what just happened to Victoria. It made me question, was Kiefer really invested in that with Victoria? Was that all play? No, um, I think because he was it seemed playing her. Re- it was, he was playing her. I think so. Why would they not have let the audience in on that? Mm, too busy bigging himself up in the bathroom mirrors. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got like observational notes. It's strange that even in the BB house, they use a stovetop kettle. <laughs> That's like in BB US, they do that as well. It's just like a North America thing. It's like, can't you get mm. a kettle you plug into the wall? Don't you remember Enzo saying like he wanted to make the tea in a saucepan, not use a cap, not use a teapot? <sighs> I witnessed Brayden doing that in one of the episodes this week. He had a tea bag in a saucepan. Oh, what? Is this the 1800s? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Weird. You're not on alone. Relax. <laughs> Victoria was telling the Sunsets that Brayden is working with Roe. Victoria? Yeah, it must have been a flashback. All right. Oh, yeah, it was a flashback. You're right. Best said. There can only be one bad bitch in this house, and it's honestly me. Correct or incorrect? I mean, bad 
as in bad TV. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I've warmed to Beth a little bit, although she's not so annoying. Really? No, no. Let me hear me out. Although she's so annoying, I just want to. I do want to punch her in the face. Like at least she, she does try. And and when and I'm skipping ahead, but when Ty and Jed said, "Oh, you know, we told Keith that he can stay," and she was like, "Oh, uh, she's uh, pissed." I should have been. I thought she's right. That is like quite a little sly move of theirs there. And the fact mm. she sticks up for herself, uh, it's just the high kicks when she's excited. I just, I can't with that. Stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> she does, yeah, it's the over enthusiasm, which is quite mm. painful to watch. Mm. Um, uh, and this is where I've noted, also cut in if you've got anything more, that the gloating is awful. Even oh. from and I thought even from Kiefer, apparently I was expecting more from him or less gloating. He said, "I mean, smug, mm. just smug as fuck." Mm-hmm. He said, "Whatever happens from here on out, we are the best alliance that ever played this game." Tell that to the pretty boys. Tell, uh, tell that to <laughs> Chill Town, the, the Sovereign Six, the shit. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> who else? Qu- Fauté. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about Fauté. It's <laughs> a throwback. Ah, <laughs> oh. was good times actually. I did like that that series. Oh, it's quite good. Caitlin, Caitlin. It's it's all about Caitlin not being able to get that head on that bloody puzzle. Ah, oh, good TV. You want good tele- television? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tara said we're next. To Tina, I think. Mm. Tina thinks she is maintaining a sense of presence with the sunsetters, she said. I put good luck with that. Mm. Later on in, in the eviction episode, Ty said she's never done anything for us ever. Never will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how that story ended. <laughs> Eva was taking the credit for keeping Jedchon off of the block during the Ooh. invisible HOH, and he. This was a blunder, would you not say? He revealed that he as knew he, Victoria was soon, the invisible HOH. As soon as he said it, I could just see, I just thought, mm, it was like, mm, you're not sure you should have said that, Keeper. Not. And they basically went, why is he telling us this now? Like, mm. he kept, kept it from us. Mm. Tara hates feeling like a fixture in the house that you can remove mm. at any, any given moment. But Tara, oh, like, don't like you know that... In the Big Brother house, you can't move the fixtures and fit in. Oh, oh my God. That's a good point. <laughs> and if you do, you're subject to money coming out of your stipend. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had this kind of like final whatever number it is meal section where it was like an emotional mm. bit. Seven. And it kind of threw me off because they were using the same music they put on Nikki's Tribute, which I'd really liked during the context of that. But I was just... Reminded me of that. That's and I thought, not, that's Don't not okay. Reuse your tribute music. Maybe you can. That is not okay. And the fact you noticed that is, they thought, oh, no one will notice. You did oh, notice. Well, I, I did notice that. You were moved by it. And then you thought, hold on, I'm not as moved by this next scene. No, exactly. It's not, doesn't People have the same. Patting themselves on the back for making <laughs> Final Seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've written, I've literally written here, it's distracting me and it's just making me sad about Nikki all over again. So I've got no idea oh, what, like, what was said in that discussion around the table. Yeah, they said that Jed and Ty have never been on slop. And Ro was on slop four weeks in a row. 
four weeks in a row. In a row, Han. In a row show. <laughs> in a row, Han. <laughs> Tara was, no, sorry. Beth was working out how to get Kiefer out. She said, by the way, it was day 42. He's the next Victoria. He's the next big thing. The next big thing. <laughs> Have you got he'd this like, quite? He'd like to think so. I mean, he, no, never mind. No, Have you got on. this quote written down that Kiefer said? No. Imagine actually, imagine actually saying this with a straight face. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. I've been raised by a community, and now they're really getting to see the fruits of their labour. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine fucking saying that. It's just oh, oh. An entire, cult, an entire culture and civilization was leading to this. I could just imagine someone in Hyder, what's it called? Hyder Gwai. Going, oh, I think Keith's the right twat. <laughs> <laughs> just because we live in the same town, don't mean I actually like him. <laughs> I just said, Kiefer is just so, oh so worthy and so rates himself and so thinks he's the favorite and uh, but i do admire his gameplay <laughs> staying off the block some fucking hour you gotta admire that Kiefer to win <laughs> this is the thing people are now all over the place saying Kiefer deserves to win and you kind of can't dispute that but when he was gloating so bad this last week it was really annoying me oh. so i put that out there on twitter and people were coming to me going oh you brew you're being so mean like, oh fuck that! So Twitter that's a little harsh. So that's a little harsh. You know the Canadians—they're soft. They are soft. Did you notice I said that to you today on Twitter? Did you catch? Yeah, that? that's, yeah. A, that's a bit harsh. Um, <laughs> a bit harsh. Twitter, God, you need to calm down. Is it your time of the month or something? Fuck you now. <laughs> Relax. Um. Yeah. So the next big I just thing. Think... Oh yeah, I've I've written. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Beth then did a push-up on the storeroom floor. Oh yeah, like just the one. <laughs> this is the one. Just the one, wasn't it? She was like getting all what? like what? pumped. What? Was that what it was? I was just thought, what on earth is going on here? She was That's like, like pacing back and forward. Regimen. God. Yeah, she is annoying. That's... Did you see that thing Alfie sent about um, Jed's sister saying she didn't like Beth? <laughs> um, yeah, I do remember that discussion. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, something about uh, IGTV or something, an IG Live. Latoya and saying she wouldn't go to the wedding. I don't worry, I don't think there's going to be a wedding. They're all good. Better <laughs> come to that. No. Does this help my audio, by the way? I just moved, repositioned my mic. Yeah, you were a bit quiet. So Tara was trying to manifest her win on the death of her, no, on the anniversary of her brother's death. Never have I seen a brother's death milked so much than when Austin Armacost was in that house. I was going to say, yes, you have. And <laughs> I didn't realise you were referring to that. Everyone, I want to have a toast to my brother. Who was it who refused to go out and do the was toast? Was it Chloe Jasmine, wasn't it? <laughs> was it Chloe Jasmine? Because she's a teetotal yeah. or something. <laughs> Austin Arcos like you disrespect my brother like this. It's I mean that fool. was good TV. He was passionate. He really was passionate. Yeah, Tara was literally non-stop about her brother, which like I got win the HH for my brother. She's like, I got win the veto for my brother. This <laughs> HH is for my brother. It's like fucking hell. You know, give him a break. Also, don't put that pressure on yourself because if you do, and then it, it 
it fails, that's even harder to take. Which it did with the ball well, pit competition. Yeah, it did. Yeah, which was called. Was which was called. Ball pit blitz. Ball pit blitz. Ball pit blitz. Did you notice that the lookalike the music alike sounded like ballroom blitz? Oh no, I did not. It really did. I see what you're doing there. I really want a compilation of that kind of sounds alike music that BB can use. The Eminem one, I like. Just look on royalty free. You gotta lose yourself. They still use that one. Yeah, they always use it when there's a rock about to kick off, so quite often this week. <laughs> I like this comp. It was good, wasn't it? Uh, it was cool to see the ball pit come into, like, mm, its full potential. Game. Yeah. Um, so you had, had to, to fill up your, your arrow with balls, but mm. you could also put balls in a tube belonging to your enemy with an X on, and that would get them out of the game if they weren't careful. <laughs> I didn't know but how to I end think, that sentence. Yeah, I Ended think that the, like that. <laughs> the the X balls just kind of like were deducted from the to- total balls. Oh, Once okay. you fulfilled up your it... arrow, you could start putting them in your overflow basket. Uh, I thought it was once the tube was filled up, you were out. No, you could carry on. To be fair, this comp is a bit unfair if you're in a minority alliance and then all the people in the majority alliance target you Tara actually well, which is had a right what to be pissed off mm. and also it, it is an athletic comp it's not going to favour the Tinas and Terras of this world is it? No definitely not which they knew going into it but ter- Terra is kind of borderline athletic I would say she has a okay. workout routine and she's very slim in shape yeah, but she, yeah, she's skinny, but she's no Jed or Ty, is she? In no. ways, Don't you think this was a bit of a health and safety hazard with all these balls flying everywhere? <laughs> they all spilled out of the room into the living area, didn't they? That ain't right. That's, that's but, a safety issue. You know, those balls, they're not very hard. If you do step on them, they just squidge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so... Was it mean to illuminate, illuminate, illuminate? illuminate. That's my your ring light. Autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> eliminate terror when she wanted to win the HRH for her brother. It was, but apparently, I oh know. Um, <laughs> um, it was, but at the same time, you know, all's fair in love and war. Right. <laughs> I didn't push you on that one because I thought, oh, God, this is borderline. No, oh, yeah, I, it, go, wasn't go that, on. It, it wasn't that bad. I was going to say, apparently, her brother was actually on Ty and Jed's side. <laughs> 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 We're just in from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'd put, I, this is my own strategy. I would have put those balls into my shorts, wouldn't you? Were you allowed to do that? I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying to hold them. It's kind of like, you can't hold, there's only so many balls you can hold. Uh, you, you know better than me. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You'd know the same amount. <laughs> well, well, maybe not. <laughs> Depends what day of the week it is. <laughs> um, that's a, a, a very uh, 
scurrilous thing to say because I'm sure we're both not getting any action. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, but I'm think of it. <laughs> I can't even hear, so. <laughs> I think the lockdown's getting to us all. <laughs> Normally when he comes back, it's, it's decent. Okay, good. Oh, God. Shall we move along? Um, I've got to let the cat out. Can you carry on talking or should you have a pause? I'm going to pause because I'll take this opportunity to I'm gonna... have a break. Yeah, I'm going to have a wee and top up my <laughs> <laughs> My favourite part of this competition was, apart from Terra going mad, obviously, was when Brayden found a pair of glasses <laughs> and goes, <laughs> whose are these? And everyone's like, oh. he takes them out to Keith and goes, are these yours? And Keith goes, oh, yeah. like weird <laughs> like how are they in there kind of thing were they broken were they broken or not i couldn't tell no. when you said they were or, or weren't broken i don't think so <laughs> um i was confused about the overflow basket yeah you remember that yeah i mentioned the overflow basket I already sh- i wasn't sure what that was when your arrow was full you go into your overflow hmm. basket right so the comp isn't what? over. You just keep going until the time's oh, up. Oh, until the time's up. Okay. Because. Wouldn't it be better just if your arrow's full, you've won? Well, the idea was that your overflow basket could possibly compensate for your X tube. Oh, I see. <laughs> so your tube of X balls <laughs> could have been cancelled out by your basket. But yeah. Overly, another overly complicated BB counter competition. <laughs> Got ya. I can't believe I just mentioned X tube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you commented, I noticed in a tweet about the tie dye cords. Oh, yeah, I like that. Mm, I like them I too. I like the outfits. Also, it was reminiscent of the walls of the ball pit room, which has got those arrows drawn. Oh, yeah, the black white and white arrows. Arrow in black and white, like pen. Mm. And their costumes were black and white too. Nice. Did you like Kiefer's commentary on the competition? Like, oh, Ty, you look like you get good cardio in. And oh, <laughs> Beth, have you been working it? That was actually what pushed Tara over the edge when he said one last thing to her and she was just like, ah. Oh, really? I didn't <laughs> yeah. notice that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what have you got anything that she was saying? I've all I've got is like, she said, wow, it's a joke. Put my ass on the block. And she was calling them a bunch of cowards. She said, said, don't call me a coward. That was so funny. She said, it's pretty hard when it's five against one cowards. And then she uh, she went, whoever Jed is sitting next to has got my vote. Did she say that? I think she said that. No, I actually think she she was saying that Jedson had a vote. I think she was saying that's what I took from it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I said. Oh, oh, okay. Whoever he's sitting next to, Jedson has her vote. Sorry, I thought you meant whoever sits next to Jedson has a vote. Yeah, I'm not sure I, I have that right. Anyway, regardless, uh, Tara said, put my ass on the block. And when uh, she said coward, and when Kiefer said that, don't call me a coward. It's like, bitch, you're not even playing. What the fuck? Plus, she's <laughs> not talking so to funny. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was, like, defensive on behalf of the boys, which is quite hilarious considering what they did to him next. He's did you see basically, the anger on his face? The definition of scene stealer. <laughs> like he's like, oh, I'm gonna pick up this one. Don't don't call me that. 
oh, he was fuming. And he went, oh, I'm the only one out here. I'm the only one who you're talking to. She went, I'll say it when they come out. But when they come out, she didn't say as much, I thought, as what she said. Did you think? She, it wasn't as know. intense. <laughs> yeah, she, she calmed said, down. Um, she said, we didn't stand a chance, Tina. We never stood a chance. Oh, yeah. When Kiefer said, don't call me a coward, she went, are you playing this game? <laughs> she did actually say, you know, you guys, you can't win as a team, right? Mm, mm. And then Kiefer went, I'm going to win this game. He was furious. He was like, I'm going to win this game. And she went, no. What did she say? Not sitting next to him, you won't. And he went, mm. yes, I will. <laughs> yes, I I'm will. glad Kiefer's still there now. It's like, yes, I will. I'm glad Tara's still there. You didn't think Tara was good TV. I told you that girl was good TV. The difference is, Gaz, you said you liked her. Good TV and I liking do. someone. As, as our friend on Twitter said earlier, are two different things. So you like her. What you like her as a person? You want to hang out with her? Wait a minute, Tara Stan over here. Stop. <laughs> Carry on. Dig I your brain. If I want to hang out with, it doesn't mean I want to hang out with her. Hmm. But like, I can like her in the show because she's like good television. Good television. Television. On a scale of Helen Wood to um. Brian Darling, where would you put Tara? <laughs> um, around about a Kyle <laughs> <Chloe> Wilburn. <laughs> I can't even remember who that was. <laughs> I remember the name. Is that woman who got kidnapped? Not a tear was shed. Oh, her. <laughs> no, I, I like Tara better than her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. As well. I do too. I was trying to think of a sort of niche Big Brother UK housemate yeah. between them. It's mm. um, a good one off the top of your head. Um, I mean, I don't think I want Tara to come back necessarily. She's no Caitlin, but amongst these, I think you'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> amongst this cast, she's providing a little bit of friction, which is needed. Mm. Yeah, she's like she's she's a very light friction, though. Let's be honest, she's no Min Lee, is she? I, I wouldn't say that she's light. The way she was carrying on, it was like, whoa. It's like, calm down. And she what's went, interest, um, What's interesting is how people create friction differently. Like, Tara seems to be taking it too seriously in a way. Mm. And that's how it comes across. But like with Minley, she was like, she knew she was being controversial. You get like different flavors of like resistance and controversy in housemates, don't you? Mm. And I feel I, like this is quite a pure. Min Lee. She is a problematic person <laughs> who you're not allowed to mention anymore. She's been cancelled. Yen. <laughs> I think this 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 cast is quite a pure cast, don't you think? Hmm. Yeah, on the whole. No one's really there much... to make a name for themselves or to be a character necessarily. Oh, apart from Victoria. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Victoria was the villain of the season and she was such a good villain. She's like a cartoon villain, wasn't she? No, Rohan was the villain. Rohan was nothing. <laughs> he was literally nothing. So uh, Tara said to Kiefer, they will cut you next. And he said, they're not going to get a chance. Yeah, he did. Wow. Prophetic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that exchange between them because she was fuming. He was fuming. You could tell he fucking hates her. He was like, his eyes were wild and she was like human and he looked 
genuinely angry at the thought he wasn't going to win. I was like, ooh, it's good. <laughs> so. Then the others come back out, didn't they? Yeah, well, basically Tina and Tara kind of dropped out, didn't they? They just oh, yeah. kind of admitted the defeat. That's not good. You keep well, playing sometimes, sometimes you just know it's a lost cause, don't you? I disagree with that mentality. There's always a way. Never give up. That's what Gary Busey said. <laughs> Actually, I think that was Audrey Harrison, but still. <laughs> Same season. Um, Justin was the oh, winner. Speaking of which, what about yes. James Jordan's hair? I think we need to give that an honorary mention. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen James Jordan's hair, look it up. It's worth it. Lorcan's got a tweet about it. Where did you get Sorry. that picture from? Someone sent it to Lorcan. Lorcan's hair. I'm sure I saw someone else using that picture on Twitter, which wasn't Lorcan. It was Lorcan. It was Lorcan. Oh, no, really? someone else using his picture, like the exact same one from the TV. Oh. And then the, te- when they come back out, Tara said, you crushed it four against one. And she... Uh, she said, Jed has never touched the block. Maybe True. this week. Jedson said to Tara afterwards, I'm a competitor and I've dealt with that my whole life. Hmm. Imagine the struggle of being a, a strong competitor. <laughs> poor, poor Jedson. How, hold on. How is that a bad thing in life? Like, oh, what sort of know, problems could he have run into being the competitor? Losing the always quiz? Losing it? No, winning it. <laughs> Oh, oh, being a competitor. It, huh? Oh, you mean being a competitor? I think he meant like, you know, I'm a winner, basically. Okay. <laughs> um, Tara said we never stood a chance. Got anything else from and the comps? Because I'm I'm moving on to Braden Bruner. No, I'm moving on. I've moved on. Tara, Tara said you can't win as a team. But you, but what Jed said next was right. You have to have a team. You have to have an alliance to win. You have to have the numbers to win. It's not an individual game. It's not your personal game information. It's an alliance as who wins the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're called the Sunsets. Mm. <clears throat> Beth was bitching about Braden having done nothing in the bedroom, I think it was. And then he walks in. Do you <laughs> remember what probably- she said? Oh, yeah, she changed that subject quick. That was good oh, strategy. I liked hi, it. Hi, darling. Like we were just talking about scenarios. Oh, yeah, whatever. Hey, sweetheart. Sweetheart. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. Was it, it was a strong week for people walking in when they're being talked hmm. about. It happened a few times. What were you thinking about the sauce and the, the sauce or whatever the fuck it is? Ah, okay. So, <laughs> is, that, is that around now? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I've got it here. Hang on, I the think... isosceles triangle. Yeah, they're Sorry, called the yeah. isosceles, right? Mm. They called themselves that because they were a love triangle, and now they're called mm. themselves the sauce. But I thought mm. they were saying the sauce. But on the did you see on the intro tonight? It said the sauce. Said the sauce, but it is actually the sauce. Mm. The sauce was dumbing it down for the idiot general public. Right, like you. Because they would be confused if they saw it on the screen. They'd be like, oh, sauce, we don't know what it means. Uh, like when they spelt the shield with a Y. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently on Twitter they're saying sauce, I think, so they went with it. I think that's what our intel told us today. 
And they spell the brigade with an A. Brigade. That is weird because it looks like Brigade. Brigade. That was Enzo's alliance. Honestly, watching that, I finished that season now that I was watching with Jack with Enzo. And Enzo was like a zealot, a religious zealot for the brigade. He was just brigade, 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 brigade. Just like Enzo, relax. And then he came third. It's like, whatever. <laughs> Calm down. Calm down, Enzo. <laughs> At least he got second in BB22. Another See, second? God. Yeah, don't you remember Cody cut Nicole Franzel when she was weeping? He said, I can't even look at you right now. No, I don't. Yeah. Um, Gosh, Tina, I don't remember anything about BBS. Tina was trying to convince Jed to get Brayden out. Jed I've was talking written, to Tara. He was written I've what? written fake Eminem music here, so. Oh. We're on the same Jed was, page. Jed was talking to Tara over. Yeah, this is the, Wendy's. This is the bit we just did. This is the bit we just did. She is it? A, they went, he took, Jetson took Tara for the Wendy's. Mm. He got a video from, I think, his little sister. Mm. Do you remember that? No. Okay. Hold on, the Wendy's? We have not even had the HOH reveal yet. Where he got a letter from his dad. Yeah. There wasn't much of note, because it's not mine. Hold on. Well, let's stop and see what I've put. Um... Are Jed and Beth the new Gillian and Emmett? Jemmet. That's a question. <laughs> Jemmet. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then Tara was kissing up to Jed and going, oh, you know, if you're at the end, I'm going to vote for you no matter what. And then Jed goes, oh, well, it paints a bit of my tar- a bit of a target on my back, you saying that. It's like, she's like saying something nice to you and you're being, a- I just think Jed's a douche. I just don't like him. Yeah. Although Ty is absolutely useless, Ty, are we sag Bray off for being useless? Ty and Bray have both won absolutely nothing between them. Correct. Ty's won one competition. Yeah, but... Oh, did he? What did he win? The sword in the stone thing. Oh, Pito. I take it back. Brayden is the most useless. <laughs> yeah, confirmed. <laughs> I forgot about the sword in the stone. That was just last week. Oh, yeah, and Jed to me for remembering something. Well done. And Jed got a letter from his dad. Right. Um, Didn't his dad put some shade in there, I think? I've not got that. Oh, yeah. Oh, now we're on to where you are. I had loads in between there, but it wasn't that interesting. I think well. actually you said you would know in this one in depth, so I made light oh, notes. Okay. I think that's what I've just realised. Th- oh, right. I've come in and gone, oh, yeah, I'm leading this one. And we've probably like missed all the gold that you'd written down. Sorry about that. No, it wasn't that interesting. Hold on. Uh, Kiefer said Bray is a good competitor and he's been the top two or three in every competition. And I said, has he? Just goes to show no one remembers the second man on the moon. Then we got the Wendy's. I've put, looks like a decent portion of fries they get, but <laughs> is that just on TV or when you order with... Oh, uh, yeah, they probably put a few more in. Like, that one's going to the BB Can House. Put some more in so yeah. that's generous. <laughs> get some more orders yeah. in. Um, and then Tara was slating Tina. She said her name get never gets said. She doesn't have to fight to protect me. And Jed said it's not a done deal. Mm. Braden was trying to find out if Tara was after Keith. Jed said she didn't pitch a thing. Oh, that was it. He didn't want to give Keitha any of the information. He was like keeping stum. Uh, he didn't want to give Braden the information. You mean? Oh. 
Braden came oh, yeah. up and was like, oh, yeah, you know, what's 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 Tara saying? And he was like, oh, yeah, oh, you're yeah right. you know, I'm, kind of nothing. I'm getting confused <laughs> between the different tagalongs to the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Jetson basically revealed that he knew that Braden was basically mining for information when he came up in the dive room. He mm. said that. Mm. Um, t- Tara and Jed were chatting about getting Keith out. Do you remember anything, anything from that conversation? Got any notes on that? Um, no. I think it's the the whole if you're not going to cut him now, when you're going to cut him discussion, which mm. has been coming around. Guess what happened? And they were mm. having this conversation. Kiefer walked in. Yeah, Kiefer walked in. <laughs> so then, Jed put up Tara and Tina. He said Tara T&T. was emotional and a wild card, and he said Tina's interactions with him have been very service level, which I thought was interesting. Surface or surface. Oh, <laughs> surface, not service. <laughs> that makes more sense now. <laughs> She's just like bringing him cups of tea, like asking if he wants his bed linen change. <laughs> and then he said, boom, goes the dynamite because of TNT, right? <laughs> yeah. Boom. So that was that. And roll straight into Power of Vito episode. Unless you need another drink. I don't. I'm nursing this no, one because it's not going down so well. Why? What's the problem? I just don't like it today. Hmm. Save them for me. When I come around, they'll all be gone. Yeah, there's there's maybe three left. Hmm. I'll get a bottle of something decent for myself next week. So, who's got the main notes on this one? I, I've took me. notes on everything, so. Okay. I, okay, go on. You go on. In the intro, Kiefer said, you're a legend now. Nobody's going to forget you, he said. Are we going to forget Kiefer come this time next year? Kiefer is probably one of the people I would actually remember. <laughs> to yeah, be I think honest, you're right. that haircut is unforgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I said Kiefer on. was getting, getting the Victoria cocky edit, but without the charm like victoria was like getting that cocky edit but we were like loving it but Kiefer was getting that cocky edit and it was just like it wasn't landing as well mm. tara was dressed as shania twain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tina in the diary room said i'm not going home not yet <laughs> did you notice she looked like she was reading that off a card in the corner she's like i'm not going home not yet it's like okay I think that's just Tina, you know. She takes a little while there to. Oh, it looked like a bit of a hostage video. To process her thoughts. Thoughts. <laughs> Where are you at on the block? Oh, what are you at? That's my catchphrase. Yes, that's my catchphrase. There. You can't even remember her catchphrase. No, I was just <laughs> taking the piss out of her long pauses. <laughs> um, yeah, she's not exactly TV dynamite, is she? Bless her. Despite the TNT Monica. What does this mean? Odds versus numbers. Yeah. Oh, something that Ty came up with that even confused him. Uh, Ty like, is not the uh, sharpest the tool in the, the numbers. I think Ty is a, just a pretty face, to be honest, don't you? I don't <laughs> think what is urban planning. Probably like those benches that tramps can't sleep on with spikes on. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah, those, literally. You know those, like, you ever see those? chairs 
that are around on the street and they're made out of like mm. metal and they're kind of like oh, they have few, a few like you can pull up a chair but they're fixed to the to the ground yeah it's all anti-homeless technology to like keep them <laughs> away from right you know the queen and shit like that her majesty <laughs> jed is in power and so is mm. beth said tara i think mm. tara trying the I'm good for Beth's game play. Oh, yeah. How many girls have come to Beth now and said, look, I'm your key to getting further in this game? Yeah. <laughs> I think Austin has done it. Yeah. Victoria, I think, might have done it too. Yeah. And now Tara is bringing the, look, the boys are going to cut you. And Beth has mm. the, oh, yeah, they're making a good point, diary room. And then it doesn't happen. Tara said, you're the strongest player in this game. And Beth said, I know. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Beth. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, then Beth's like, yeah, I think, you know, Tara's like, you know, making some good points and, you know, they should, yeah, take that on board, blah, 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 blah. Nothing, Mm -hmm. as you said. Tara, playing for second place. Oh, yeah. Why? Why? I'm a stay-at-home Tara's- mom. Oh, she's playing for second place, basically. This is our argument. Yeah, Tara's like, just take me along as the goat, basically. I'm a stay-at-home mom. If I get 20 grand, I'll be happy. So apparently second place gets 20 grand. I didn't realise that. Mm, it's not the best, is it? Do they get a barbecue um, from Weber, though? No. No, they don't. Rogue got that, I think. Let's hope Tara, Tara can afford it to buy one for her husband out of that 20 grand. <laughs> don't you think that Beth has actually played a better game than Ty. Definitely than Ty, but debatably than Jed as well. Mm, has she won anything? She won one HOH. Yeah, she got Victoria out. Oh, yeah, she did. Spicy V out. I think that remains to be seen. This They've all played as a kind of a conglomerate to now. Mm, and nice. now is who makes the move because they've been such mm. a single entity. I can't really separate their games from one another. Admittedly, mm. the only one that hasn't won HOH is Ty. So on paper, mm. Ty is the weaker player. But mm. as for Beth and Jed, they're one of the same as far as I'm concerned at this point. Fair enough. Let's see what Tara thinks. CB on Blast does gameplay analysis right here. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Um, Tara is pressing the right buttons here, stroking Beth's ego and playing into her biggest fears. She said, you have to know. Beth was talking to herself. Sorry, she said, you have to know that I am your best shot at 100k at the end of the day. Hmm. And then afterwards, I think after Tara went, Beth said, "Um, I'm not getting carried. I don't want to be looked at like I'm carried. And she said, I don't just want a boyfriend who lives halfway across the country. Halfway across the fucking country, I think she said. Oh. So then Beth went up and told Jed what Tara said <laughs> straight after. <laughs> um, Jed was freaking out. He said, I don't want anyone. Oh, yeah. He said, I don't want anyone to get in your head because I should be in there, which was very creepy, I thought. That's not good. Showmance has always come off creepy at the end. Do you think Beth would cut Jed? She should. Do you think she will? 
after what she said in the OLG room? Possibly. I think she could. And and do you know what? There's not really a um what's the word I'm looking for? A standard for it. I've never ever seen the woman cut her shyamance at the end. I've seen it happen the other way around with the guy cuts John Hardy cut Neda yeah. and I think it was Drew who cut Diane in BBUS four or something. Something like that. But I've never ever seen the woman cut the guy at the end. That I can remember. And I would like to see it. I think Beth knows that it's the only way, really. Mm. But given that Sunsetters did not get rid of Kiefer this week, although Beth was kind of pissed about it. Actually, I think, yeah, I think Beth will. I feel like she's got the willpower to do it. I think she will as well. I hope she does. But she is a big fan of the Slim Flam section, so you just never know. (laughs) (laughs) Then we had the veto comp, which was happening early in the episode, which I thought was a good sign for future drama. And it was the TikTok veto comp. What did you think of this? Um, I have something about the player pick, actually. So it was an interesting part of the player pick for the POV. Terra got house guest's choice. And she picked Kiefer in order to play, in order to not expose that she's working with Beth, that she has something in the background with Beth, which obviously, to me, said that showed that Terra thought that was going somewhere that she had mm. Beth like in her not pocket mm. but like it was it was something that was actually going to happen a real thing yeah yeah and then Braden was the only one that couldn't play in this mm. at the end of it so carry on about the TikTok competition what did you think oh you know my thoughts on TikTok I I think it's stupid it was just an excuse for them to show TikToks that I don't want to watch. I don't want to see someone do a magic trick. I don't want to see someone do a dance. I don't want to see someone topple over dominoes or some shit like that. I'm not interested. But what did you think of the actual way they did the competition? Good? Or... Brilliant. I thought it was all brilliant. I absolutely loved oh. this competition. I thought it was yeah, one of the best one of the <laughs> best ones they've done so far. Really? Okay. It was called, no, I don't know what it was called. It was called the TikTok sponsored so, competition. What was, so good, what was so good about it? Um, I thought that the whole like rounds concept and someone being knocked out made it all the more tense. Mm. So the first round was this blindfolded stacking of these blocks. That looked hard. Bear in mind, they watched these TikToks like the day before. I wouldn't remember the order of those shapes on those blocks. No. Ty failed miserably. He couldn't get them to like balance, could he? So they kept t- toppling over. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be in a building that he's planned. Um, if Kiefer wins, he will take Tina off to backdoor Braden. Okay. That was the plan that was going on. So I've written in brackets. So that won't happen now because they've said it, they've shown him state it in the diary room. You just know. <laughs> um, Tara was in the lead of that first round. Mm. The second round was a slop cookie thing. So they had a recipe for slop cookies on a TikTok. They had to root around that bowl of slop, find the measurements, but they were also converting them from 
Imperials, oh, yeah, the metric. metric. Mm. So um, that was even harder. So was, was someone actually on TikTok doing a recipe for slop then? Somebody made cookies. Maybe they asked them to do a slop cookie recipe because TikTok is heavily linked with this series. So I was going to say, Presumably. that's a bit niche. A bit niche for them to pick up on that. Yeah. Um, Tara won that one again, followed by Tina, and Beth was eliminated. So then it came down to Tina and Tara, which was kind of, for a viewer, the perfect stand- I was happy for them. standoff. Is that what we call it? A standoff? Yeah, showdown. Showdown. Face off. Hmm. Face off, yeah. And this one was kind of the most fun, I think. So someone mm, had like, like done a TikTok one. where they had pots and pans and they put a ping pong ball bouncing across them. Uh, so those steps with the sort of platforms, I thought that was really well constructed. Like, like it looked mm. pretty slick and uh, it was really tense watching them try and it fail and then adjust a bit. Yeah. I, I found it the most it, tense competition yet. It's good because it's like a, you're invested in it and it's like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, oh, I don't know, but it's not athletic. Tangible. It's, yeah, it's not athletic, but it's um engrossing and it's like a mental kind of like a almost like a mental comb isn't it because you've got to get the angle right and everything yeah, yeah. it's like str- it's actually a strategic comp having to get the angle the angles right and stuff and it, yeah i did i did enjoy that part i must say the rest of it i was completely lost <laughs> i honestly thought that's kind of like as um product placement goes they've done a very good job of intertwining tiktok videos with a competition like it's yeah. been pulled off pretty slick thickly i don't think mm. i've seen such good product placement competition since dimitri's was dressed as an oreo trying to soak up that milk insert name here <laughs> <laughs> oh and that one that was good and the award for best product placement goes to tiktok <laughs> that's at the bb can awards like in the season of the last awards um, next year <laughs> who will be queen of the balls um yeah i was happy that tara won and i thought ah let's put a fly in the ointment i was so happy that tara won that i was like mm. yes i did a yes i came up my inner football hooligan came out my big brother hooligan came out and i went yes <laughs> i like that the big brother hooligan that'd be good <laughs> <laughs> I've just lost so, my place in my notes. So you... Hold on, I found mine. Jed was threatening to put Kiefer up jokingly. Uh, and I've put B- Big Brother Canada being too obvious with their editing, editing here and Keith going, I want to be potentially one of the greatest BB players of all time. It's just like, oh, come on. Um, Braden was sitting on his own bitching, lying on a couch. I've said these people talk more to the cameras than they do to each other, especially Victoria <laughs> did. Uh, Jed said about putting Keith up, he said many times he's going to win this game. And then Kiefer was twitching a bit, I thought. Oh, yeah. And then Tina had a quiet word with Kiefer, didn't she? Uh, about don't joke with Jed Chon about winning. Mm. She said, stop, stop. Go on, do your Irish stop, that. stop doing that. Stop, stop boasting about your game wins. Why do you, you add think... Kiefer? 
you think there's a chance you're going to go up Yom Kiva? She's like, nah, no, no, no chance or so. She's like, oh, are you sure? Are you sure? He's like, nah, nah. And then he was like, oh, shit, I won't. <laughs> Do you know what? I really enjoyed the moment where Jed brought to Ty the possibility that they could backdoor Kiefer. Oh, yeah, Ty was, was like, like, Ty was like, <laughs> like mind blown, like, oh my yes. God, we could. <laughs> Like, this is going to be amazing. Like, oh, my God. This has never occurred to me. You could literally convince Ty to do anything and he'd just be like, okay. (laughs) Come this way. Come on to this alien spaceship and come and have your organ services. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) Bless him. That that was nice of Tina to give Kiefer that advice, though, don't you think? She doesn't have to. Well, you know, Kiefer and Tina have quite a special relationship because they came in oh, together. The day one. They're the captains, you know. Oh, the captains of Team Defender and Team Destiny. Those two teams that went to war for the entire season. The <laughs> <laughs> first few days. Best part of a week, yeah. <laughs> so now the Big Brother revealed that somebody had to sleep in the ball pit, which mm. we thought all along was the have not room. And it's not really the have-not room, is it? There is no have-not room. It also wasn't really sleeping in the ball pit. Ah, uh, you're right, because there was a bed constructed. That must have been very mm. high stilts that was on. That was weird. I didn't really get the point of that. So it was hide-and-seek. Hide-and-go-seek. <laughs> hide-and-go-seek. The winner of the hide-and-seek, who is obviously the person who got discovered last, got to pick who went to sleep in the ball pit and it was Beth that won and she picked Ty to sleep underneath the dinosaur covers. Oh, I love it when Beth wins things. Why are you leaning back? Just repositioning. <laughs> no, my so, legs got... Brayden tried to put a target on Kiefer Braden's been a bit transparent this week, I think. It's been... I mean, of course he has to make the play. He's got no other choice, but it's just like... You're not really part of that alliance, and no, you know it, and they know it, and we know yeah. it. Yeah. But where, where else can Braden go? He's, you know, he's not got that many options now, has he? No, he has no choice, but also it just... Mm comes across as a little bit well not so genuine because of that mm. Mm. it's a last resort isn't it you have to do what yeah. you got to do yeah Kiefer was telling Ty that he had chances to take shots at the sunsetters I, I was just like these retrospective threats don't work so that it's like well I mm. could have done this and I could have mm. done that it's like Mm, that's like your boyfriend going to you, well, I could have cheated on you that time. It's like, well, you didn't, did you? So, <laughs> what for you? <laughs> I had yeah. that chance. <laughs> it was a weird, it was a weird play. It's stupid, it's a stupid play. It's kind of trying to make them believe they're indebted to him for something that yeah. he didn't do and was never really a possibility. That never works. That just don't work as a play, in my, in my opinion. This is my he bit said, the, the sauce and the sauce here. He said, I want to be taken out by a sunsetter, but not while there are three other people in the house. 
Why does he want to be taken out by Sunset? Why doesn't he want to uh, win? Because he wants them to go to the final four, and that's when they're allowed to start, start like taking shots at each other. Like at the moment, it's like parlay. You can't mm. possibly take a shot at the Sunset at the moment. Hmm. I see. Hmm. And then Kiefer said, Jed isn't looking me in the eye. And I said, probably because of your socks and sandal wearing. <laughs> and then Kiefer walking around looking defeated didn't really help. Oh, yeah. And then Beth broke the news, didn't she? Kiefer was like, oh, what's going on? And Beth was like, mm, I think the boys. Oh, are yeah. What a bitch. She really fucking enjoyed that, didn't she? My friend, why is Beth telling Kiefer that he's the target? But I guess it's kind of a out of loyalty and sympathy. We have to do what's right. Beth broke the bad news and not the good news. Kiefer said, I've been so loyal. I've been so loyal. What about loyal to the soul? What about that time you were like making final two with Vic? Exactly. And he's had Tina and Tara in his back pocket the whole time. It's mm. bollocks. He hasn't been loyal at all. Um, and then I've Kiefer written... went, why me? why me? I've just written the tears over Kiefer's chat, lol. <laughs> They're all crying. Oh, over this lot are such a bunch of crybabies, aren't they? Mm. Honestly. Millennials. <laughs> I'm a millennial. You are too, are you yep. not? Get on Twitter and cry about it. Yeah, I was born in 1980, which is still technically a millennial. I'll take it. By skin your teeth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this gave me flashbacks to Enzo in BB12. So I've got BB12 on the mind. When he told Brittany about the, br the brigade and he broke the news to her in the same way Beth did and he enjoyed it as well. And Brittany was crying and it had very serious Kiefer flashbacks. It's like, he enjoyed that too much and Enzo didn't win and I don't think Beth will win either so move on third place coming up for Beth so yeah I was a bit annoyed that they told Kiefer I thought I'd rather have the blind side um me too for the drama of it I felt kind of like it was it's like diffusing yeah. the bomb for the audience mm. isn't it the TNT and then Kiefer said uh about what about Braden? And then Jed said, Oh, he said Braden's just chilling. And Jed said, Braden just chills no matter what. And then Kiefer said, I hope my son grows up to be just like you to Jed. What a backstabbing alliance member. Mm. A lifetime of competitor <laughs> being a competitor. A struggle of being a competitor. Um, and then Kiefer said, I just mm. wish it wasn't you. I would never have done this to you guys. Um, it was very nice, melodramatic. Ridiculous. And this is the same thing that happened to Victoria last week. And Kiefer was just going along with it. So, fuck you, Kiefer. Um, mm, and then Kiefer real. said, damn, this hurts. I can't believe it's me. Jed said, you're the best player this season. And Kiefer said, no, I'm not the best player. The best player wins. Uh, mm, not sure about that. Shout out Casey, BB20. Um, <laughs> and she ain't the only one. Um, <laughs> shout out Jillian. And, <laughs> shout out uh, anyone. Yeah, Jillian is a good one. Oh, and uh, honorary mention to the Pax Brothers. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> Kiefer said, I'm just a kid from the res. Kid? Aren't you like 33 or something? 
Uh, and then Kiva is cuddling them and crying and then walking off in his Beavis and Butthead shorts. <laughs> Have you I got just any remembered. Notes? No, I'm just done with You've just given up. No, I'm finished with I just oh. remembered one of my favourite tweets of yours this week was a picture mm. of Kiefa blindfolded in the TikTok competition. And you said when the people at the sex party don't match your expectation or something or weren't what you expected. Do you know I what? Thought, that was a complete fluke. Go on. I thought that is like such a BB on Blast or UK Big Brother slash Lindsay observation of BB Can, <laughs> which no one watching BB Can would ever, ever thought of. No, I got a few likes to that. And do you know what? It was just pure happenstance because I'd literally just pause the video to get a drink and that's what was on the screen. I was like, oh, <laughs> just took a picture. So it was a complete flick. Can't believe you just <laughs> use the term ha- happenstance. That's such an American term, which I think is not a real word. I like that. Doesn't it sound nice? I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, um, oh, there's no one that's similar to that. It makes you uncomfortable. Well, just buckle up. So, it started. I'm yawning. Ty and Jed were sobbing. I've put, you don't have to evict him, you you twats. Tina knew it. Great jury management by her. She was going to Kiefer. Go get these. Go get these guys. Tara was bigging up her brother's passing. I'm honoring my big brother by using the veto. It's what he would have wanted. Why have my notes ended so soon when there's so much more show to go? I know. Jed looks good in those glasses. They're a bit similar to yours, actually. Sort of. Um, nude or white frame glasses. Oh, are they? Yeah. These are my Jed's... secondary frames. I don't usually wear these oh. ones. Like Jack has his secondary ones now and his gold ones. Gold ones are really nice. Jed said, loyalty to everyone ultimately means loyalty, loyalty to, to no, no one. one. Well, this is like what Kiva said about uh, promises are as good as, what the fuck was it? Something's as good as promises in the Big Brother house. Sorry, are as good no as promises. promises. <laughs> Tonight. Um, and then Kiefer in the diary room said, I got got. You played too hard. Okay, so that's the V. Okay, we're, we're making headway now. So we're on the eviction episode now. After this short break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Hi. So I'm drunk and I'm leaving this section. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Arissa said, this could be the most emotional eviction of the season. She was looking rather summery, I thought, wearing puffy sleeves and a floral. She's cover. really rocking the prom dress every now and then this series, Arissa. Mm. There's a, a, a very poofy sleeve on that. that dress. I think those puffy sleeves are in fashion because I've seen a lot of people wearing them on teen first dates. So Arissa's done. Oh, really? Oh, there you yeah. go. It reminds me a little bit of like Villanelle. Yeah. Kind of style. A sort of 80s sort of. Do we like? Do we like? Uh, to be honest, I have bought a dress with the puffy sleeve, but I've not worn it yet. But I'm hoping to. I might wear it actually well, when we go up. No opportunity. Birthday. Yeah. I know. And when we go up for my birthday, I might wear it then if you're not too worried to go out there. 30th of May. No, if it's all legal and above board, I'm there. It's all legal. All right. <laughs> it's all legal from 17th of May. Yes, since I've been doing. Skype and not Skype. Hmm. Zoom. Things at work. I'm worried about on bottom teeth. What do you think? Oh, I was worried about mine earlier too. Look at these. They're so crooked. Well, yeah. I thought I... Like, what the hell? Look at this. Well, no, they're going to be like typical Brit. Look at it. 
I mean, I thought I had something to worry about, and I feel better now I've seen yours. Oh, great. But look, my top ones are, like, perfect. No, but nice. Oh. But no one really sees the bottom ones until you do that. So just I know, but that's that. the It'll thing. Because be I've been talking. Look, when I'm talking, you can see it. Look. You should point yeah, out your do you know when I'm talking, you don't really see much of my teeth. They're not very no, sort of visible teeth. Two front but teeth. I mean, some I people's get... teeth, when they talk, you can see all their bottom teeth. It's like, oh, calm down. Mm. <laughs> no, you um, don't see much of you. I've got a big gap. I've, I've got, I sort of like have a Madonna gap. Isn't that, st- yeah, that's a, that's stylish, isn't it? I think it's. Did you have a break? Did you have a brace when you were kid? No, I was supposed to, but I really didn't like the orthodontist that I went to see, <laughs> and he was like the only one in the town. So I said hmm. to Mum, "I don't ever want to see that man again, and therefore I don't want a brace." And she said, "Okay." Oh my god. <laughs> um, I had I had one, but I'm starting to think I should have one on these bottom teeth. But I think I'm surprised I didn't sort that out for you as well at the same time. I don't think. I don't mean they bother with the bottom teeth. They're like, close your mouth. Anyway, that's beside the point. So, oh god, I'm talking about serious. Right at the veto ceremony, Jedson shoved the knife all the way in. That's what the announcer guy said. Oh, at god. the veto ceremony, did he miss a severe <laughs> incident then? No, like what the hell? Um, so then it was the whole oh, should we kick Keith out or not? Like, oh, you know, on the one hand, going around, going around the houses, <laughs> the ultimate flim flam. The sunsetters, flim flammers, more like. Keith had very puffy eyes. I've put, he needs an eye gel roller. He said, I got caught playing the middle. Well, it wasn't that hard to catch him, let's be honest. <laughs> Tina said about Kiefer, we walked into this house together. How Jed, this is what I've said, how Jed has the audacity to sit there <laughs> crying when he's HOH and he put Kiefer up. Fuck him. That is, like, I put you out and I'm going to sit here crying. That's like you when say crying, you. <laughs> not a tear was shed. No, not That's a like tear was jed for the title. Nice. That's like when someone dumps you and they're crying about, oh, I'm sorry I dumped you. It's like, you fucking dumped me. Let's carry on going oh. out together and we can both be happy. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's not, not me, okay. it's you. No, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> that is emotional blackmail and gaslighting, which I do not approve of. So, I put God, what a bunch of crybabies. Justin said, said he oh, has the best resume about mm. Kiefer. True. Resume, as Alan, Sir Alan Sugar would say. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, he says resume. So, uh, Kiefer said, I was going to win. I put, no, you weren't. Oh, then we had this conversation between Ty and Braden about representation. Uh, and the importance of diversity and seeing yourself on tv what did you think about this um i was like oh finally we've got like an issue to talk about out of this series <laughs> like and it's not from like a problematic s- standpoint so that's good, mm. that's good um it was good to hear this conversation and he was basically saying it's it's good for like young black kids to see people on tv not as like did he say like rappers or drug dealers drug dealers yeah and um yeah well that was what he was saying like the portrayal on tv not just as like the drug mm. dealer but also not as like a basketball player or a rapper which is kind of like i don't know if you've read if you read a carla's book which i don't think you have yet 
No. Um, Empire. No, didn't Jack read why I'm no longer talking to white people about race? Carla's is called Empire, I think. Empires? Anyway, it's about basically colonialism and the impact of that now and what it means. And basically, there's an observation that, like, there's a designated areas of success for black people, which are like music and sport. Mm, and th- that people are familiar with black people being the forefront of those industries. But aside mm. from that, there's not much else. And this um, made me think of something that Dan said to me, and I don't know if I should talk about his experience, but here we are. Um, he said that in the past, a lot of people have like, in other countries assumed that he's from New York specifically and that he would play basketball because he's tall more like because he's because he's black actually not Hmm. because he's tall but possibly that too so um I thought like yeah this was familiar to hear Ty say that like Hmm. not to be make an assumption that you are these things um and then they talked about George Floyd go on what are you gonna say I was just going to say before that, the five black people that they had in the Big Brother Canada house couldn't really be more different. You've got Latoya, who's a cop and, you know, a ball breaker, let's be real. You've got um, Victoria, who's just sort of loose cannon crazy. You've got Ty, who's quite chill, you know, handsome, bit dumb. You've got Jed, who's kind of like a bit sort of more forthright, a bit more outgoing, I'd say, a bit smarter. And then you've got, um, who's the other one? Brayden. He's obviously the gay guy who's, uh, you know, he's quite smart as well. And, you know, he can be, you know, making good television or trying to. So there are five quite different black people when normally we uh, get one or two at the very most from these cookie cutter, you know, stereotypes that they always put in. So we have been quite spoilt this season. And that's only the black people. We've also had Asian people. We've had indigenous people, trans as well, trans trans person. We've had um, gay white, white people. <laughs> yeah, boring white um, people. Um, know, it's, it's been really good to have those people and have those people lasting as well. Although now terror's H O H. Look out! <laughs> Reign of terror. Um, <laughs> what I. What I was going to say about Braden is like it's also quite good to see black queer representation because mm. there's not a lot of that. Um, and it, uh, yeah, right. he hasn't it tends d- to be either the black person or the gay person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's either the although, black person or the gay person. They're two separate things. Although he hasn't done much in the game, it's still valid that to represent that per that type of person is also valuable because mm. really like in the media there's not many representatives apart from little nas little nas x who is the, basically a pioneer you watched his video for montero call me by your name no do you not know how this video has been causing a lot of controversy all over no. the internet no, tell me. Um, in the video, he like is pictured like grinding up on Satan. <laughs> so like all the Christians were like up in arms about it. And then um, yeah, his 
he's really good on Twitter, basically. He's been blowing up Twitter lately, and he said he was going to release a line of shoes with like human blood in the soles, and it was all tying in with a single. And he's just like he's such a cool character. Was he like a provocateur? Yeah, and he's like very sort of gender fluid in his portrayal of himself in his videos. Mm. So he'll be like not in drag, but like in like knee high boots and have like long hair in one scene and kind of present himself um in a more feminine way mm-hmm. and that's just not common to mm. see that especially as a black guy mm. and the other thing i was going to say about that the thing that struck me most from this conversation because i was like oh that's cool they're talking about this but a lot of the things they were saying i thought okay yeah i've i've heard this before and it makes sense like yeah you have to see people who look like you on tv to you know aspire to be that but the thing that struck me the most was what Braden said he said about the way our grandparents were treated and how that affects the future generations. And I thought, fuck, I never really thought about that, about how, and I have heard about that, like, is it generational trauma? trauma. I have heard about that. But if you actually think about it, your own grandparents and them experiencing such a different world to what you experienced and, Mm. you know, and then you go back to your great-great-grandparents and your great-great-great, because I don't really think about family that much in those sort of terms. When he actually said that, I thought, oh, God, that is quite to think. I'm so much better off being born now than I was 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 150 years ago. That I think I'd never heard someone say that on a reality show before. And that I thought was really interesting. Mm, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. And I think there's a, it's like a recognition of people sacrificing something to make something better for the current generation right mm. in that that's all part of it reminds me of that think... film that we, reminds me of that film we watched at, what is it what was it called answer how do you say it antebellum. oh antebellum yeah that film was fucked up man but that was about kind of generational trauma in a way wasn't it actually yeah sort of. probably probably one of the only films that confronts confronts that topic in a way that even though it's pre- really even good. though it's presented in a horror science don't, fiction vein, don't, yeah, don't say what that was about because that is oh, actually yeah, good a really point. Because if you were, although to... it's har- although it's harrowing as fuck, but that is really worth a watch. That film, mm. although it was tough watch as well. Yeah, it is. It's not very highly rated. That film, though, I think it's I don't know why. I really reviews. like. That. I really, I really like that film. It was really good. A, a lot of films I like aren't very highly rated. Yeah, I think that. When I look on IMDb and it's got six, I'm like, oh, I'll probably like it then. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough for me. It's like our TV choices. They're like, uh, oh, the circle. Oh, no, Big Brother. <laughs> we are about six, aren't we? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was an interesting conversation. And I, I was going to say, I've got a bit more respect, a bit more respect for Braden, I'd say, as the weeks go on. He's not done very much in the game, but I think he does try and. You know, he's tried to manoeuvre in with a triangle and he's tried to, he's not really made any big moves, but I think he's obviously got a good social game and I don't really want to see him win it, but I'm sort of here for him doing decently well. I don't know if he's got a good social game. I think he is not a threat and that's why he's still there. Oh, maybe. Is that a good social game though, in itself? Uh, No, (laughs) it's a, a state of being, I think. Um, take that back okay. so there was also talk about George Floyd and mm. there being a shift 
in like consciousness and Kai said it sucks because somebody had to die for that movement to start. Somebody. It also sucks that people are still even today apparently another Did you, did you see that? The police which is the 13 year old boy. Did you Did you see the video? No, didn't. That was just he had his hands up. And he was just a kid. It's just like it's I just it thought I just thought, thank God, I don't live in America. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's something really wrong with the police there. And there's something wrong with the police in this country, so don't get me wrong, but at least we ain't got the fucking guns to back up that fucking institutional racist attitude. Yeah. Oh, and also, don't even get me started on the whole this police woman was reaching for a taser and accidentally shot someone. Oh! I can't make that, that, that an excuse. That's not an excuse. That was what I was going to say next. How does a taser actually look in your hand compared to a gun? Surely they they have completely different feels. Uh, and it's yellow and plastic. Like I saw a guy comparing them on a news channel in America, and he was like some sort of ex police chief. Normally, they kind of would like cover this up, right, for for other people. But he was literally like, I don't understand. This cannot be confused. They're also put on different sides of the body. You have to reach over. It's just like come off of it. But these bitches get away with it every single time. I mean, what even happened to the people who killed George Floyd? Did they get Well, to... the trial is happening now. Okay. Ongoing. I can guarantee you they will not get done unless they decide to finally make an example of someone. They have to, surely. You say that, but do you mm. trust them? Uh, no, but because of the extent of the trial and the and the amount of people they've got in and the the extent to which they're being questioned i don't feel like there can be anything other than a verdict of guilt also there's video evidence of him killing this man so why there has to be a trial i don't know there's video evidence of everything they do and they seem to get away with it Mm. it's just it's beyond belief it really is um I also hadn't heard systemic racism ever mentioned on a reality show either. No. Which I think is actually a term that a lot of people might not even know what it is, what it means. Hmm. But yeah, it's like a, a nice section. Yeah, there's like systemic racism and then there's fucking institutionalised racism like in the police. And then I think systemic is the same as institutional though, isn't it? Is it? I thought systemic in, in was like... Um, you would know better than me, like you've read more about. I thought systemic was like kind of across the whole nation, and then institutionalized was within. Certain... Oh, per institution, yeah, yeah. But it, it, either way, it's you know, it's how the world is set up to be racist, to be misogynistic, and everything. Else. I get the impression, obviously, I don't know because I'm not part of Canada, Canadian society, but I get the impression that Canada is a pretty nice, equal footing kind of place to live. But the only place i get my understanding of canada from is big brother canada and it has been pretty good in terms of representation over the years and i remember i'll never forget Ika talking about how her parents were migrants and immigrants sorry and how she felt so welcomed and so at home in canada which made me think god canada's like a fucking promised land of like utopia (laughs) i think we yeah but we also have heard that it's not quite that way as well and also i think 
another thing you hear about Canada quite a lot, not just from Big Brother, is about America going, oh, Canada, you know, they don't have guns and, you know, sort of taking the piss out of Canada. It's like, hmm, I know where I'd rather yeah, live. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but, yeah, it seems like, you know, like one of these uh, Nordic countries like Sweden or Norway where it's like they have good health care, they have good uh, sort of work-life balance and, you know, they're quite peaceful people. That's We need to aspire to be a bit more like that, I think. I think yeah. we're we're further there than America, but we're not. We've still got a lot of our own issues as well. Not bad. I... We've got the rules, so that's another issue. Wow, that was a lot. It kind of you had you stalled there, but yeah, I think that we have a history of ign- ignoring the issue, pretending that we don't have a problem, and we are at a stage now where a lot of people are ready to face it. The problem is the systems that are not kind of is this the systemic racism ingrained in various institutions. That's the problem now. So how do you actually confront that? And I think COVID surprisingly has will actually push certain things forward. I think it has made us take a look at life, how it is and how we're getting it wrong and how you know things don't have to be the way that they always have been and hopefully it will lead to a bit of a change maybe in the way we work and the way we not the way we interact with each other because I don't want to stay two feet apart forever but (laughs) I don't know I do feel like things are kind of moving on and progressing and we're moving away from that sort of nine to five culture and that sort of stuff I hope so (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to go back to normal life. <laughs> so, so I forgot about Ty sleeping in the ball pit. Hmm. After that, him. that's my next note that I've got. I just forgot about. They just showed him like going to bed in the ball pit. So next we had a night vision scene. Are you right? Is someone breaking in? Something just moved, and I don't know why. Is it Janelle? The cat? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> yeah, I'm haunted. So we had a night vision scene, Gaz, which I thought you would appreciate. Tell Remember me more. This? There was Brayden saying that he doesn't want oh. people to go. The bed, they were bed buddies. Yeah. Which I didn't know. It was nice no. to see this night vision scene. Don't you think? We don't get that very, very rarely on BB Can. Mm. Yeah, good point. They don't, show you, they don't show you people having sex or anything. Um. Braden said that Kiefer had been like a fatherly figure to him, which I thought was unexpected. Hmm. Weird. <laughs> Social game or? <laughs> and then Kiefer said, I think Jed is going to get rid of me. You don't sob for a pawn. It's like, Kiefer, they already told you they were going to get rid of you. Hmm. Um, and then, oh, Kiefer told oh. Braden about the sunsetters. He in space says, avenge me. <laughs> <laughs> It's so Take dramatic. The shot for me. <laughs> it's so dramatic. They told him, I was like, oh my God, I'm not lying. It's called the sunset. Oh my God. And now Kiefer's staying and Braden knows all about the suns. Oh my God. That could be good. He was like, Shit. oh, and we've got a name. And he's like, what's the name? He's like, oh, the sunsetters. And Braden's like, not the sunsetters. Shut up. <laughs> he said, we've got a sign. And Braden's like, what's the sign? And yeah. Like, I can't it's show. dark. I can't show you. <laughs> 
it's like a classified information. I can't yeah. show you the. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we're going to bed now. Um, he said, Brayden said, I honestly don't get about them turning on you. Hmm. Really, Brayden? I put Br- Brayden still has his lip gloss on at night commitment. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had, what do you know? <gasps> this old classic Star Wars from. Fucking out. Which year of the, the BB conference did they pick this one up? Uh, 2007. <laughs> no, actually, I think it was uh, Big Brother 8. Actually, yeah, that was 2007. God. Shout out to Mikey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was Mikey the only one that had to eat chilies and that I Big Brother, remember. though? He definitely had the most adverse reaction to it, but I don't know if it was just him. <laughs> there was Mikey, there was that guy with one leg. It was, it was like the special Invictus Games edition of UK. Who was the guy that had one leg? It was like a. Don't you remember? He was, he was in Josie's series. The veteran <laughs> had a Steve. They're not in the same year. <laughs> I thought he was in with Mikey. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's just in your mind. <laughs> I just lumped them in together. Hmm. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so it was a chili eating challenge, and they presented. The house guests with seven chilies ranked from mildest to wildest and so did they get to choose because i i stopped paying attention they got to choose who had the mildest and who had the wildest they yeah because yeah, the people who didn't like spicy food got the mild ones right yeah they spoke amongst themselves about who could take spice and who couldn't uh mm. i think tina unsurprisingly was like the one with least spice in her life. Who'd have thought it? Um, uh, did you know? Uh, <laughs> Tap it to the left. <laughs> you having a good time? Uh, do you know? If you know that you feel fine. <laughs> da, 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 da. Go around. Do I you know? Yeah. Old time. Old time. Is that oh, Lindsay knows Spice Girls. Who'd have thought I it? know. I know. Do you know what is the name of the units that Chili's spiciness level is rated in? I saw it come up on the screen, but I didn't write it down. What was it? Sounds a little bit like one of our very popular morning TV presenters. Um, <laughs> Willoughby. <laughs> it's not Hollywood. Be bit like sounds a bit like Philip Schofield. It's called oh. Scoville Unit. Oh. Yeah, the one tie had was like 300,000 or something. I was like, whoa. Yeah, so I think it was 275,000 on the one that Ty had. Habanero. Bra- Jensen we- was gone. Why did we get this filler on the eviction episode? Um. I know why. It wasn't even product placement, so I'm not sure. Spicy B was gone, so we had to have something else spicy. Just spice it up. <laughs> Jetson was the one that started to like, he had the first kind of proper hot one, which was 8,000. Then the Thai chilies, which were two that Braden had to eat, were 100,000. Now, Jed said, Jed said, I feel like I'm in the devil's basement. Now, what's hot? The devil's basement. <laughs> Or the or, devil's attic. 
Have you ever talked about the, the devil's, devil's attic? The devil's bedroom. No, I've just made it up. What's so hot about the basement? Oh, no, heat rises. So theoretically, the attic would be hotter. Definitely. Jed, you've not thought this through. <laughs> the basement is the coolest area of the devil's house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that spice could send a human into shock? And could you have a heart attack if you had a chili that was too spicy? Oh, I used to really enjoy watching that show, Thousand Ways to Die. And I never saw that on there. <laughs> but I don't know. You'd probably be more of an expert on spicy food than me. <laughs> Possibly. Um, what do you, when you have spicy food, do you have a reaction if you have spicy chili? Or do you I just... actually like I like spicy chicken, believe it or not. You do? When I have the peri-peri chicken, I have the hot one. And Jack only has the medium one. Mm. <laughs> I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> so when I have chili that's too hot, and in fact, I ate a chili that was too hot last night, um, I get hiccups. Mm. And then if I have a chili that's really hot, I get like tingles in my body. Oh, and I feel like sometimes I feel like my throat is like kind of tight and my heart rate definitely changes, which is why I'm wondering if you could have a heart attack over a spicy chili. Probably if you're allergic to it. God, imagine if I was allergic after all this time, I didn't know. Mm. Basically, my first experience of really like this reaction to chili first came when I was in Thailand one time and I was with my Cambodian tour guide. And he piled chilies onto everything to the point that he would sit and sweat, which is like, you can't be enjoying that food because you can't taste mm. anything. It's just heat. And I had like <laughs> some noodles from the street and I ate them after having, we were out for drinks. And then I had this reaction where I was kind of shaky and sweating and hiccuping. And this guy was oh running around like this kid's about to die. <laughs> he was trying to find something to like solve it. Water, by the way, is the worst thing that just makes it feel even hotter somehow. And uh, there was like a fruit cellar nearby, so he got me like watermelon, which kind of did help. But it was just—it's just a case of like having to wait for the reaction to die down. Sometimes it's really long. Doesn't it get worse? Doesn't it get worse over time or something? Possibly. I heard sometimes it gets more intense before it dies down. I mean. It's very hard to eat anything after that. Like even when it's not spicy anymore, it just intensifies mm. it. So that's probably it, actually. Like yesterday, I had this bit of chili that was too hot. And even eating food that had ginger in it was just like, I can't. Mm. But I just think like this sort of task, I would suffer so much. And I don't know how they managed to do it without being actually ill. <laughs> mm. Someone said they felt like they were going to throw it, didn't they? I noticed that Beth... When she ate her, she kind of like ate around the seeds and kind of left it on the stalk. Oh. And I thought, that's kind of not fair, really. Cheat. Breach. So uh, in the end, they won, what was it, a party or something? A spicy soirees they won. <laughs> a soiree. soiree. <laughs> and, uh, did you not think of, as soon as they said soiree, did you not think of Sarah from BBAU? A soirees. Oh, soirees. I know. I was mostly concentrating on Ty reading out off, off that card. He's like, 
Oh, like has a different personality when he's reading off the cue card, doesn't he? (laughs) Hey, come with me to the cue card land. So, what happened then? Oh, Kifa said pleading for his life. He said he'd take Jed to the end, basically. Mm. Jed said we were a shield for you this entire game, and I thought, how you ain't won anything up until last week um keith said getting rid of me could be a 100k mistake i said i'll still be loyal to you i thought this is just total flimper i can't believe this actually worked which part of it actually worked That's mm, <laughs> i think that honestly at the end they didn't have the heart yeah because they were crying so much they were obviously emotionally attached to him yeah he said uh to to be the best, you've got to beat the best. I'm sure I've heard that said before in this version. Yeah, I definitely have. Yeah. Tina, Tina Hel- said she. Helen Wood said it to Ashley. <laughs> 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 Tina said that she didn't want to campaign against Kiefer. Mm. She said, it's not really my style to be throwing people under the bus. And Tina said that she won't target Beth. No, sorry. Tara said she won't target. Beth and Jed. Is that right? No, Tina said that. Sorry. Oh, Tina. Tina, Tina said, said she... it, and, she, and and Beth said you would never touch Tara, and Tina said never say never, never, never say it's never. A game. It's a game. That was the the long and short of Tina's campaign. <laughs> that was the I'll say anything <laughs> to stay in here. Edit. <laughs> 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 Warrants that screaming. Then uh, <laughs> people was trying to, to talk to Ty, wasn't he? Why are we going for each other now? Why mm. don't we just duke it out in mm. the four? Duke it out. And Ty said, "If you're expendable, what does that mean for me?" And I was like, "Well, you're part of this whole thing." Um, Ty thinks everyone is going to take Jed, and they think Beth will cut him, but. Beth will cut Jed, but Jed won't cut her. Kiefer, I thought Kiefer was sort of hinting that he would get rid of Beth if Ty kept him. Kiefer was hinting he'd get rid of Beth. Oh, kind yeah, of like convenient. It's like, you yeah. can't do it, but I can. Yeah, I think so. And that was um, when Ty, sa- Ty said, Tina has never done anything for us and never will. Hang on, before... <laughs> I've got before that Keith. Keith done tie apart from look pretty. Admittedly, better than nothing. What Kiefer was trying to say, and this is kind of what worked. I think this is the turning point. Go on. He basically said that his eviction is better for Beth because Beth will then bring Brayden in, and they will then turn on Ty and Jed. That's him hinting to get rid of Beth. Well, it's him saying, I need to stay, because if you now let me go, Beth takes control. And that was when, this is the, the, the key moment, I think, where he sort of saved himself. Ty said, to, went back, they went back to the HOH room, and Ty was like, you know, there is an argument for keeping him. And then Jed was kind of like wavering. And mm. it was clear that he was starting to feel emotional about cutting Kiefer as well. So mm. this kind of all amount, like added up to not being able to go through with it. Uh, Jed said, I'd rather lose to Kiefer than Tina and Terra. 
Yeah. Do you think Keith, if Keith had won HOH, he would have gone after them? Mm. I'd like to think so because of the way that he's mm. talking. Like, he wants to be this kind of legend. And in yeah. order to be, to be that, you have to. Mm. So perhaps he would have done. I hope so, because otherwise that would be so lame. Wait, was he not the HOH ever? No, he was the HOH, but I mean, but early in, on. This, in this HOH, would he have gone after them? Yes. I think in a previous so. one, no. Well, who knows? I find it hard to sort of pick apart what what are his morals and what his game. Morals? Actually. Oh. No, but you know, when he was like, oh, you know, my kids and I've got to play an honest game and all this. Like, yeah. Maybe he really does want to go to Final Four and duke it out. I don't know. Mm, yeah, maybe. Um, so then Keith said, Oh, thanks, boys. Holy fuck. I can't believe Keith is campaigning. Work. Weren't, weren't you shocked? We both thought he was going to go, didn't we? Absolutely. 100% thought he was gone. Weird. Weird, weird, weird. So then so, this, is when, this is when Beth started to get wind of it. Well, after the spicy Suarez, mm. Jed and Ty kind of took Kiefer aside mm. to the Expedia, Expedia room. And Jetson said, basically, I can't do it. Take me out. I don't care. This was the confirmation that this is it. We're not doing it. Mm. Beth is pissed off afterwards. She said, Ugh, we're getting messy in this game. Mm. More like pissed off that it doesn't benefit her, is what I've yeah. written. But she was like, another Jed and Ty move. Don't Beth you think said, they, sh- they should have included her in that conversation? Of course, but it's the... Mm. It's this time of the game where they've got to start thinking for themselves, right? So it is interesting to see Jedson siding more with Ty than Beth. But do you think they intentionally thought, we're going to tell Kiefer about this on our own and not include Beth? Or do you think they just did that and didn't think of Beth? Because I think probably the latter. latter probably yeah. the latter, yeah. Yeah. They're not clever enough to have done it strategically in a way. Mm. But I do feel that had Kiefer not said, look, me staying is better for you than, than mm. the other result because that benefits Beth, is kind of when mm. they were like, okay, now we make the decision. So as though it wasn't like at Beth's expense. Mm. No. But then Beth said, you took my vote away from me. I'm pissed. You stole my vote. That's right. Ooh. I... Ooh. The suffer no. Beth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was Kiefer celebrating in the bedroom again. Kiefer's so annoying. Um, I put at this point, I'm not actually sure he's going to go. This was an effective bit of flim flam right there. Mm. That was a great show. I think this weekend, this not this weekend, this whole week has been really good, Big Brother. Yeah, it has. Um, it's su- surprisingly, it's been good. Beth said, Why the hell would I not think about keeping Tina this week? And I just might. Mm. So she was kind of like, oh, you know, maybe I'll flip it on the boys. Oh, oh God. <laughs> she ever says is that. Have you got anything oh. else before the eviction vote comes up? Hold on. I can't read anymore. Now I've got, just got the speeches. Final spe- speeches. Now okay. is the time to change the game. What you do, this is what Tina said. Now is the time to change the game. What you do in the game isn't who you are outside of the outside game. Outside of this house. Mm. 
And Kiefer said, I get knocked down, but I get up again. I'm never going <laughs> to keep, keep me down. down. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks a whiskey drink. He drinks a cider drink. He drinks a vodka drink. He drinks a lager drink. He drinks songs he drinks that remind song. him of the good times. <laughs> drinks songs drinks. that remind him of the best time. <laughs> oh, Danny boy. God, I'm having a flashback. <laughs> Braden's had a new trim, I noticed, when he was going to I've put that. The I've, corridor. Uh, I, do you know what I've written? This is this is quite freaky. Braden has had a haircut, dash, Helen Wood, question mark. Mm, very <laughs> Helen Wood-focused episode. This episode is dedicated to Helen Wood <sighs> and Ashley. <laughs> and Jazzy so, Pete. Keith said, I'm just a kid from the res. You're not a kid. Keep me and let's play. Don't be fooled by the block that I'm on. I'm still, I'm still Keith from the res. (laughs) (laughs) He used to have short hair, now he's got a mullet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So I was confused and I had to get confirmation Mm. from you because I said I need to go back because... Ty just said something that I don't understand and I've written down I vote to evict blue line question mark and you told me that means Tina which obviously I got because Arissa went that's a vote for Tina Arissa should have got confirmation about that in the DR as Julie Chen would that no is not a code in the diary room please what about us casuals who don't know what is what oh, although I oh, they don't know what is what that they Anyway, you know, <laughs> oh god, this is descending. Listen, is what I but knew. you don't know what is what you just they just strut, strut, but <laughs> um, I knew because Taryn had told me that Tina was called Blue Line. I think it's because she's very straight down the middle and doesn't lie, but I'm not really sure what that means. But Arissa should have said, thin blue line referred to something to the, the police. Mm. Well, come on. We know Latoya lied about being a cocker. <laughs> so, think on. Gaz has retreated into his home. Yeah, I need to be more comfy. I've retreated into my faux diary yeah. chair. I've put fucking hell. They're actually saving Keith. I'm shook. Tina got evicted three to one. Tara voted for Tina. Uh, as Tina left, she was still trying to make that fucking catchphrase stick. <laughs> what do you ask? Tina. <laughs> it's not are you a screecher no you ain't go away <laughs> Tina's interview was about three seconds long <laughs> wow did you want more that's no. quite enough <laughs> I wanted less if anything <laughs> um, that, well she even asked like who she wants to win I can't remember she was like, asked like one question it's like what if we ran out of time what we asked Victoria like five things in the double eviction it's like what the fuck <laughs> um Enough said. But that's because on the, this is one of the rare occasions where we rolled straight into an HOH competition and we mm. actually found out the winner. The only interesting thing Tina said was she wanted to make, she she said Kiefer should team up with Tara and Bray and backstab the other side. So if it if that oh, did the, happen, then it would be Ted, part two. Jed, Ty and Beth versus Tina, not Tina, she's gone, versus Keith, Tara and Bray. Do you think that's going to happen? Or do you think Keith is going to stick with the triangle? Jed, Ty, and Beth versus, versus... Brayden, Tara, and Keith. I've never actually seen Tara talk to Kiefer. 
but to be fair, I've never seen Sarah talk to Brayden either. <laughs> no, me neither. It's like in a soap when people suddenly start speaking to each other, you think, oh, are they going to get off? Because I've never seen them speak before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't see Kiefer pairing with Brayden and Terra. I can. Can you? Well, I don't know, because I feel like the connection between those was him and Tina more than Terra from their they seem like first sort of... night alliance thing. Yeah, and also have a kind of like middle agedness about them. <laughs> so does Tara. Mm. Even though she's younger than me. <laughs> How old is Tara? 37. 37, I think. She comes yeah. across all Kiefer and probably Kiefer's something ridiculous, like 28 years old, isn't he? No, I think he's like 33. Oh, okay. Oh, that man so... looks so old. Oh, he look, just looks awful. So, but, you know, his community is proud. So when HRH comp began, it was the voice right, note yeah. evicted house. Oh, sorry, audio book. It was just a voice note, really, wasn't it? It was. I've written so much, house, I've literally written ex housegate, housegate, house guest voice notes. Yeah, but apparently there was a plot to it. There was no plot to it. That's, uh, no, there wasn't. There was a plot to like Brandy Glanville's DMs. When they came Did back on that celebrity or... big brother. Brandy. <laughs> Blandy, Blandy Granville. <laughs> so Kiefer got the first one wrong and I was like, oh shit, I really wanted him to come through. Um, I thought the like, questions you were actually Kiefer quite to win? Kind of, yeah. See what it would do. God, okay. Put his money where his mouth is. Who do I have right. for now? I don't give a shit. Surely terror, like all of us. Oh yeah, Terra, but I hate Terra, but I do want her to <laughs> shake things up. Um you know, Terra Junior. Do you know who that is? <laughs> uh vaguely. A music music but a musician. Now the star of the show, I think you'll agree, is Jed. <laughs> reading. Is that the Big Brother rule book? <laughs> Vinnie Jones <laughs> passed on the mantle to Jedson. Um what do you think his cue card said on uh, instructing him what to do? Oh, just pretend you're interested in this passage <laughs> in the book. Mm. Mm. Nod now. <laughs> oh, plot twist. <laughs> I'm like, is that actually something in there to read or is he just acting? It was really good. I liked it. I liked it. He 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 looked good doing it. And the plot twist was, Jed, you're going to get evicted. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um. What do you think about this uh, mechanism when I had to slide the thing along and get to the housemate? I thought it was a bit clunked out a bit, but like, took a while. Like, mm, like, I didn't a notice. Board. <laughs> yeah, it's like, get along to this person. It's like, oh, God. I didn't really notice any sliding. I just thought they had to turn something and it was in the middle of the books. Yeah, it was. Like, normally it's just A or B. It was like A, B, C, D, E, F. It was too much. Well, there's a lot of people to get through, but... Um... I, it didn't distract me, but it obviously has you. But I was mm. doing something else, probably. <laughs> if you were distracted by this HRH comp, contact bbonblastpod at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> so, Terra won. Woo! Yes. Shout out, shout out to Terra's brother. He made this possible. And then Arissa had a little thing up her sleeve. I like it. This week. Mm. We're having on Thursday a fake double eviction. But, but 
the real twist is it's a battle bat. Mm. Is it a battle bat? Basically, it's basically a double eviction with a battle bat, but it's a fake double. So they're going to believe it's a double, and then the two evictees go head to head to fight their way back into the house. So does that mean it's going to be two of Terra's evictees, or it's going to be like one of Terra's and then they're going to be the whole HRH veto? Must be, because it's a double okay. eviction. So there'll be another HRH veto and eviction. I'm so, fine with that. I just don't want one of Terra's two to come back in, because that would mean like probably Jed and Ty could both be safe, right? I want one of them to go, just for entertainment purposes. I was trying to get my head around this as well. Like The chances are... Like, of course, Terra is going to target Sunsetters. And they are now the dominant alliance. So it's probably going to be at least one Sunsetter fighting their way back in. Mm. At least, if not two, depending on how the next HOH goes. It's not... I guess it all depends on what the competition is. But like, if it is a Sunsetter in the competition, you would think in any case that they have the higher chance of winning. Yeah. So it's kind of less exciting. But yeah. what, what what I hope is like these comps can, are like ones that are anyone's game. Yeah. So and what and would they be have ideal? been doing that. They have been doing that mostly, haven't they? Mostly, yeah. I think what what would be ideal for me would be if Brayden now wins one. Mm. Just to see what he does. Yeah, I would like to see that. Although or I think, tie. to be honest, <laughs> what see if ty cuts jed you know, it does I just feel... just see what ty would do because he's not one much i don't think yeah. ty would cut jed in a million years no <laughs> but if it does feel kind of like late in the game to put this twist in yeah you're right i feel it like is. a lot a lot of people are not going to be very happy i think with that. i i think we need to wait and see how it plays out because when she said it, when she said it, I was like, mm, "I'm not sure about that." But it depends how they do it. I, and to be honest, the twists this season have actually been quite good. There's not really been many. I guess the invisible just kind of a twist, but there's not been a lot of twist eviction. You know, it's been quite. They've sort of let it sort of permeate as it is. There's not been you know about back and wish stuff. You're right there, Dave. You've got technical problems. Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. I'm fine. Don't worry. Carry on. That's it. I think the twists have been good. They've had the teams, right? The team twist and the Hmm. invisible age. Oh yeah. And to be honest, they both presented unique elements that we've never seen into this game. So they were both pretty good. Um, and I like this. Never I like this idea. Seen elements <laughs> to the Big Brother game. I like that this is like a double eviction, but essentially two evictions with a battle bat. Hmm. But I it want be... Victoria to battle back. Well, that won't happen. So we'll have to come to terms with that one. But um, okay. Um. Oops. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I imagine that some people might think like, oh, it's like in the contract that one su- one of the sunsets wins, and that's why like we're doing this now, so that the sunset can f- the sunset can find their way back in. Hmm. Should we do the emails? 
Yeah. Can you do it? Yes, I can. You need a break? Or... Yeah, can we pause while I get into the inbox? Because I don't even have it open. Yeah, I'm going to have a wee. Okay, we're back for the final part of this epic. We don't know how many hours podcast because Zoom doesn't give us the time. It's, an- it's annoying. I wish Zoom would tell us, but it doesn't want to tell us. I was just saying I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. The state of us now. I've not had a haircut since after, since before Christmas, so like it's so needed. That's why I'm pulling out grey hairs all the time. Can you talk into the mic, please? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm just so excited to get a restyle tomorrow. I'm going to be a new person. I've had my hair cut. Oh, yeah, it didn't go very, it wasn't very extreme, though. I know, because I didn't have a blow dryer, so it's just like a dry cut. So it's literally just had like a couple of inches off. So you wanted me to talk you through the Sarah Hardin article Did first. I? Yeah, you said you'd <laughs> like to hear this. Sarah Hardin has released an autobiography. And she talks about her celebrity Big Brother experience in there. She has referred to it as a disaster waiting to happen. (laughs) She won, though. Yeah. Sarah Hardin has opened up about her time on Celebrity Big Brother. The girls allowed to start entered the house in 2017. Despite dividing opinion among fans, she still went on to win the reality show. She says, Celebrity Big Brother was, for me, a disaster waiting to happen. When I tried to think back about the reasons I agreed to do the show, I guess I thought it would it could be a good platform for me to get back in the public eye in a positive way. Yes, I knew there were going to be a few tricky tricky characters in the house with me. There always were on the show, Chad. <laughs> but I felt <laughs> I had something to prove, not just to other people, but my not just to other people, but my but myself too. I wanted to prove I could do it. I also went in there intending to show people a different side of me. I'd also been portrayed in the in the media as this mad, off-the-rails party girl. Maybe this was a way for people to see a more complete picture. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Famous last words. I certainly didn't go... You're a drunk mess. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly didn't go on the show looking for fame. Um, we literally just said, put famous. you back in the public eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're already famous. I wanted to enjoy the experience. I wanted to have fun, to be as open as I could and show people the real Sarah Hardin. So as always, I wore my heart on my sleeve. In the end, this approach didn't do me any favours and I'm not sure it changed anyone's perception of me either. Still, it certainly gave the show's producers the juicy TV they were looking for. I guess that's what Big Brother is all about. Is that it? Is that all she said? not very revealing God. i want to hear more about chad like what happened that is, afterwards god he, morrissey would be proud of that much glossing over in an autobiography <laughs> did she not say anything else about chad perhaps that's the teaser to make us buy the autobiography wow no that time, sounds like that's it for me i got during the, there's more from the article but it's not a quote during her time in the house, Sarah entered into a relationship with the Bachelor star Chad Johnson and had some fiery rows with ex on the beaches, Gemma Lucy. Sarah recently revealed she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer and hopes releasing her autobiography will help people spot the signs of the disease. There you go. That's Fair all enough. of it. Hmm. You wanted it, more insight. It's funny, it's funny with autobiography. It's like I always said, 
Morrissey would never ever write an autobiography. And when he did, I was like, oh my God, I was so shocked. And then he just glosses over like years and then just like goes into great detail about like a couple of weeks. You know, you can write your autobiography. <laughs> Sounds like years. us talking about Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like you can write your autobiography without giving away anything in a way. It's like, it's not really an autobiography mm. when you're just picking and choosing which bits to talk about. Speaking but I of get autobiographies, it. I have thought, in retrospect, perhaps Nikki's book would be good to read. Mm, oh, she's, she's released two autobiographies, mm. actually. Fragile is one? Is it? Fragile, and one's called Dying to be Thin. Oh, God. Yeah, I think they're two separate books. I don't want to read that. I've got Jade's autobiography somewhere, signed by Jade. Mm. I didn't read that. I think Jade released two as well. And I've got Pete's autobiography sitting around in a drawer here, and I never read that either. So I mm. probably won't read anyone's autobiography, if you're honest. Or if I'm honest. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I definitely won't. Anyway, on to the BB on Blast inbox. I thought you've got an intro. The BB on Blast inbox. <laughs> If you want to get yourself onto the podcast next week, please email us at bbonblastpod at gmail.com. Why not now, send us a voice, a voice note? We've not had a voice note in a long time, have we? No, we haven't. We Good used to point. get voice notes from Otago. We used to get voice notes from Melissa Bot before she went feral. We used to get <laughs> voice notes. We had a voice note from the BB Hacker, which I think was probably Melissa Bot as well. Hmm. We don't get anything these days. You say that's Melissa Bob, but we've had an email from the BB Hacker this season, so it can't be. Oh, okay. I, wow, I do, the red string. BB Hacker, send us a voice note so we can try and decode who you really are. I'm excited because there's a new name in the inbox. Oh. Mm. That I don't know quite how to pronounce. So I do apologize if I butcher your name, but it looks to me like it's Shiner. Okay. How do you spell it? I'll see if I can. S-H-A-I-N-A. Or Shana? Could be Shana. 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 Now, the first line says, well, the title is, the subject is keeping it real. The first line <laughs> says, hello from the homeland of BB Can, which tells me, yes. okay, it could be Shana because, you know, perhaps they're from Newfoundland and it's like, oh, hello there. My name is Shana. Shana. Oh, hello, Shana. I'm not really Welcome. sure. If you could give us the phonetics, that would be lovely. I'm sorry. Off, the, <laughs> off topic, but I had a meeting with someone from Newfoundland the other day on um, on the internet on Zoom from work mm. with work, and I resisted the urge to be like, "Is he a creature? I know all about Newfoundland because I watch Big Brother Canada." Um, <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. So I didn't. Should have. You should have. You should have. Wait, China huh? has China has given the cliff notes on how to pronounce their name. Ah, come on, Hello China. from the homeland of BB Can. Please know that in my head, this is said with the line, oh, <laughs> she hasn't, sorry. Please know that in my head, this is said with the line in the sand emphasis. So it's, <laughs> hello from the homeland of BB Can, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 
I recently came across BB on Blast via suggested podcast vis a vis Julie Girl. That's good. And guys, don't tell them, but I secretly ditched them for you. Don't do that, Shiner. You can have both. JK. JK, which (laughs) we thought meant joke, but it means just kidding. But I may. But I may or may not have bumped you ahead of them in my podcast queue. And it's not just so I get to gaze upon the 90s noughties glory of your thumbnail on the reg. You what? What does that mean? Say that again. I think I need a glass of a drink of water. Come on, guys. We're getting compliments here. Let's appreciate. Let's save them while we From a new person as well. I can't take the pressure. Yeah. Shiner is like hitting these... us against Judy Girl. Well, there's nobody keep, us. keep coming back week in and week out. This is a new person. We've got to work hard to keep Yeah, her. we want the new blood. New blood. Oh. New blood. Okay. I recently came across BB on Blast by a suggested mm-hmm. podcast vis a vis Judy Girl. Thanks, Judy Girl. And guys, don't tell them, but I secretly ditched them for you. Just kidding. But I may or may not have bumped you ahead of them in my podcast queue. And it's not just so I get to gaze upon the 90s slash noughties glory of your thumbnail on the reg. On the reg, on the reg, on the regular. Oh, the so our, our our picture of us our in logo. the chair? Must be. Our logo. I guess it looks mm. nice. Okay. Though on the reg, on the reg. <laughs> on the reg. Though the Y two K ness of Gaz's Britney in Teen People magazine tea. <laughs> and the, the Drew Barrymore. Oh, oh, I forgot. That's what I'm wearing in that picture. And the Drew Barrymore slash Dominique Swain vibes Lindsay is giving. Who's Dominique Swain? <laughs> Who's Dominique Swain? Dominique Swain. Google I'm that. It. Yeah, I look like a children's TV presenter in our logo. Paired with the nostalgia-inducing invitation of, in asterisk, emails, is 500% what has led me from my extremely offline existence to the old inbox. It's like Shiner's speaking in code. I need to read it again. I don't understand what she's saying. Can you read that last sentence again? Because I'm looking at Dominique Swain. Who is Dominique Swain first? We need she's to... an actress. She looks like she's sort of someone out of Scary Movie or someone like that. Oh, a bit like, um, what's it? Who's that woman that was in CBB with the whole... It looks like a The competition win. The girl from Oh, Erica. Yeah, she does look a bit like her, actually. Not Erica. The one... Who... Oh. Boss the competition with the, the word search. The... Oh, Kiki. No. American oh. Big Brother BB Celeb, the woman from oh. Scary Movie. I think she was from Scary Movie. And oh, she, Shannon comp- Elizabeth. What was that word she spelled out? Responsibilities. Yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. Yeah, like a cross between her and uh, Erica and uh, me. Right now, I'm getting into the head. Come on, China. Come on. China looks at our BB on Blast logo, where it's me and you sitting mm-hmm. in the diary chair, surrounded yeah. by our nice letters, lettering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's seen that on the reg. She likes that. She's a fan of that. <laughs> so, the Y2Kness of Gaz's Britney and Teen People magazine tea, that's my silver tea, mm-hmm. and the Drew Barrymore slash Dominique Swain vibes Lindsay is giving, paired with the nostalgia inducing invitation of. <laughs> Asterisk emails, asterisk, is 500% what has led me from my extremely offline existence to the old inbox. I don't know what that means, but I I do, I do. 
we are inviting emails, right? Mm-hmm. That is nostalgia-inducing. That we're asking for people to email in. Oh yeah, and that's, that's why all people would do. Even though Shina is usually an offline person, she's mm. broken out of that and emailed us. But Shina, you're online listening to podcasts, so you're lying. Yeah, but perhaps you know, sending a DM or something is how how people mm. are reaching. I think Shina podcast. communicates solely via TikTok. <laughs> perhaps or what's this um thing where everyone goes now what's it called i heard james talking about it uh from B- uh, from julie girl Ch- uh what's it called where it's just voice voices oh clubhouse clubhouse i i almost said chapter house which sounds like <laughs> an old 80s band clubhouse i want to be on clubhouse why are we not on there chapter house reminds me of company's house which is where you register your business in the, in the uk <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you why we're not on Clubhouse because I mm. got an email this week which said like secure your brand on Clubhouse now. You can't what? get on Clubhouse without an ah. invitation. Come on, guys. It, James, invite us. But if he's just listened to this and heard what Shiner just said about Julie Girl, we're screwed. That oh, and the God. draft, it's over. <laughs> so the <laughs> other thing I heard about Clubhouse is that people are selling memberships membership invitations on ebay for up to 125 dollars i'm not that desperate i'll just go on animal crossing instead okay i'm really what enjoying china's email for like so it? far is to that... this point i want more i want more there, there is more oh you want cool. you want good e- emails give me, give me more that's what gaz says when he's wearing that silver t-shirt okay so just to recap previously on china's email she's canadian she thinks we have a sort of noughties, 90s aesthetic, paired with the fact we were talking okay. about a million 90s things on the last episode, I think, or the episode before. I'm dressed a bit like Britney in Teen Magazine, Teen People Magazine. You're <laughs> dressed like Drew Barrymore and Dominique Swain. We don't know who that is, but fine. I'll take it. She looks we're good. asking for emails. That's retro. She's gone, okay, I'm going to go to my computer. I'm going to send an email. Mm-hmm. Oh, that and this. I genuinely can't oh. tell if the Joni Mitchell bit was bait for Canadians to come out of the woodwork and bandy British microaggressions about love, actually. Well, I won't sink so low, but nice spicy try. <laughs> <laughs> Your Joni Mitchell bit got quite a lot of traction, actually, didn't it? Actually, I feel bad because Laurie <laughs> sent a song, a link to a song. And I never listened to it. No shit. <laughs> I was working out at the time, I couldn't. That said, I do sincerely appreciate your subtle and mellow wit slash humour. I've been wishing for a reprieve from the manic American teenager YouTuber energy that the podcast I previously listened to alongside Seasons of BB seemed to have devolved into. Oof, it's like the din of a youth drop-in centre sometimes, giving me a headache. Okay, China is my new fave. (laughs) So thank you for providing a calm, geriatric 30-something lanai (laughs) to which I might retreat and day drink and cackle darkly. What's a lanai? You'll know. I don't. I don't know. 30-something, I wish. 30-something lanai. What's that? L-A-N-A-I. L-A-N-A-I. She's got us on the hop. Wait, sorry. So thank no, you for I. providing a calm, 
geriatric 30-something lanai. Geriatric is like over 80s. A lanai is a type of roofed, oversided veranda, patio, or porch originating in Hawaii. Oh, that sounds nice. To which I might retreat and day drink and cackle darkly. Cackle darkly, I like that. The bee's knees, as Granny Braden might say. Hard yes, the observation of his swapping out his usual nanware for one of the bro's standard Canadian white girl TM uniform. <laughs> That's what I was saying last week. Yeah. <laughs> Got his bed and tie camo on to inf- infiltrate their camp. Does that mean Beth and Ty? Bed and bed and tie. Bed, uh, Beth, Beth and Jen and Ty. <laughs> Got his bed and tie camo on to infiltrate their camp. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> okay, that's all for now. Just wanted Please. to say hi and send some appreciation from the yes, rapidly defrosting Canadian tundra where the reindeer, rats, and raccoons roam. Mm-hmm. I'll leave you with this bookend. If you had to follow Braden's dress to please lead and swap out your rad millennial tops for tacky, shillable shirts to wear around self-promoting, what would your shirt say? <laughs> Stay gold, shiner. That's a good. That's a good question. This is the best email we've had definitely this year, possibly definitely. ever. <laughs> um, what can we say? Like keep it real or something like that. What could you say? Gaz, well, what gaz me up. Does it have to involve our names or not? Gazzle dazzle. I think it goes <laughs> better for you than me. Yours would be want to be edgy, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, it's got every name in it. I mean, nothing really rhymes with Linz, I don't think. I don't even know what the word shillable means. Linz. What does that mean? What does shillable mean? I actually don't know. You know, out vocabulary, <laughs> Lindsay. This does not happen. Oh my god! Shillable. Yeah, but normally I'm only competing with you. I'm looking yeah, at. Oh, I know it's not exactly a high bar, is it? <laughs> well, no, you ain't. Swap out your red millennial tacky shillable shirts to wear around self-promoting. Is shillable? Self- is it spelled with an e? S H I I L L A B L E. Wait, maybe my look up. She's no made content this found. Up. She's In, made this up. The dictionary doesn't know what that means. <laughs> so, for me, what would mine say? Gaz. Uh, hmm. God, you put us on the spot here. We're never good at thinking of these things. It's good, though. Oh, it's good. I like, I've thought of some good ones for you. Gazzle Dazzle. <laughs> yeah. Gazzle of uh, Auntie Garth's t shirts. I will. Um. <laughs> you want me to think of something for you now, probably. There's no, there's nothing wrong with what rhymes with Linz. Lindsay for the whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Linz. Or well, how about just Linz for the wins? Ah, uh, that's that's uh, that could work. <laughs> I like the fact we've just gone down this rabbit hole and we're just fucking staying down here and not moving along. This is like that game what on um... Linz. Chin. Take it on the chin. No. Take okay. it on the lens. No. No, I don't want to take it on the chin. I want to win. Yeah. Lin, Lin, Lin's for the win, surely. This reminds Lin, me of that. FTW. Lin's for oh. the win. Hmm. It reminds me of that game that we played where you have to draw a t shirt and we drew a t shirt. Oh. 
But what we didn't realize was we had to draw the design for a t-shirt. <laughs> we just drew a t-shirt. <laughs> God, that was probably like this time last year. <laughs> fucking hell, it's been a long year. <laughs> draw a t-shirt. I've got to draw another. F- I remember you going, well, I've got to draw another fucking t-shirt. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Oh, that was kind of fun. I missed doing that. What was that called again, that game? Jackbox James. Jackbox. James yeah, I, <laughs> I remember when my when, when I first heard about Jackbox party, I thought it was some sort of weird gay thing. Mm, <laughs> Definitely thought it was a sex right. party. China, <laughs> what I want to know is, what would you put on our t-shirts for me and Lindsay? Please email us next week and tell us what China, you would put on if, the t-shirts. If, if you don't, if you don't email next week, we're going to be quite bereft. And We've also. Got, we'll, we we'll have Lorca, we we'll have Laurie, you know, we're done with those people. They're just old news. <laughs> also, Shina, can you please tell us what shillable means? Because I really don't know. Mm. We're old. We don't, and we're, we're those 90s, noughties vibes. We don't understand these new trangled terms. Do you think Shina's older or younger than us? It's got to be younger because she's like watching these young YouTubers and she's like, she comes to our little veranda and Chills out geriatrics. <laughs> geriatrics. How fucking dare you? Don't email us ever again. <laughs> no, actually do. Thank I love the email. It was, yeah, it, was, it, was um, it was good. It was good fun. It was, it was a challenging read. <laughs> I don't know what bed and drunk. I don't know what bed and tie camo is, but I really enjoyed that. You know, this is the little observations you get from BB and Blast you don't get elsewhere. Like you noticing that Braden was dressing differently, me noticing that. Rohan might have had lip fillers. No one's commented on that though, because I don't think anyone has. You're the only fucker who's noticed that. Oh, uh, when he's in jury, I'm going to keep an eye, close eye on that. Although I keep saying that, and I keep forgetting because he's so boring. Laurie has emailed us. Laurie, says, we didn't mean what we said. We love you. Me saying say? we, it was me who said it. What was what? that? What did we say? Oh, I just said we don't need Lauren, but Laurie. Laurie says, I'm glad BB Can is letting us see comp results. Cliffhangers don't work unless you go off the grid. Mm, We've been crying out for it. So next Mm. week is a two person buyback. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Get it. Got it. Good. I ain't got it. So I'm glad Laurie has. The only question is will Tara pull a Kima? Chima, sorry. Kima. After she learns of this tomfoolery, what is it to pull a shima? Shima. Threw a microphone in the pool and then she rejected because her HRH didn't count. And then Alison Bodner had to come on the thing and say, Shima, come to the diary room. And it's like, hold on. Shima, come to the diary room. And then they kicked her ass out. I remember that actually. I've seen that in a clip. I hope Tara does do that. <laughs> uh, oh, she, uh, Laura says, oh, she won't have time and could actually be the second person evicted having to fight to get back in. Next Thursday is going to be nuts. Mm. <laughs> and then she says, I know no one gives a rip about the draft, but I'm invested in the visual and we'll see it through <laughs> till the end. Lol. Laura's the only person who still cares. <laughs> Julie Girl have never mentioned it. We don't mention it anymore. Only Laurie Kerr. Come on. Who have I still got in the draft? Who have you still got? I feel like I've got Beth. You have. And Ty. I only, I only have Jedson. Um, well, James that's not is, bad. 
James is fully out, and <laughs> um, Zach has got Keith, Kiefer, and Terra left. Oh, we're gonna win the draft! Yay! <laughs> uh, yeah, high chance, I'd say, unless Kiefer wins. No, I don't think so. Also, we have hundred percent win the draft. If we win our like first ever draft, that's also a hundred percent success. And then we never have to do one again. <laughs> um, Lorcan. Okay. <laughs> Don't fear the kefir is nice. the subject line. I like that. What does it mean? Don't fear the... Is it Don't a playing word? Don't fear the reaper. Yeah, don't oh. fear the song by the Rolling Stones, I think. How does Lorcan know about this old mu- all this old music? Um, He's so young. Probably, for, probably from Martin. <laughs> 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 hey Linz and Gaz Yes, you can use my subject line as the pod name This week uh, no, Before you ask sense. I know it's just too good an opportunity to miss Well, I needed to explain it to me So it's not No, Lorcan, you ain't it Don't worry, we got that on, we got that on lock BBK9 has been so good this week I really feel like everybody Is playing the game to win For the first time in years Hmm I'm dying to know what's going to happen next at the end of every episode. Arissa, as an executive producer, has done wonders. Yeah, she has. Arissa's stylist did not do wonders this week. <laughs> I was not a fan of the dress. It was like a Tudor starring in a 1980s ITV drama about a 50s-themed PTA-ran summer fate. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I know what you really mean, Lorcan. Zing. You cannot come for Arissa like Look, that. And how dare you? I saw your excited face when Arissa popped up on my birthday call. <laughs> Fangirl. <laughs> right there. I really hope like this. this... <laughs> <laughs> I really hope this insert force catchphrase as I get excited thing doesn't catch on for future seasons. I really hope this open brackets insert force catchphrase as I get excited close brackets thing doesn't catch on for future seasons. It works when they kicked off Drag Race because they're funny. But if I hear what are you at one more time, oh, I'm right, going yeah. to go mad. What are you at? Well, like, what are you shat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm annoyed that Tina's gone though because she was the last person I had left in my draft with the rest of the L's and Rowan. Tragic. Hold on, I ain't in that draft. Uh, Laurie, Luke and Rowan, I guess. And Lorcan. Yeah, but I'm an L. I'm not in that draft. Well, take the L. Got a draft you're not in that, that one. one. I don't even want to be in the draft I'm in, let alone that draft. But Lorcan, be on blast listeners don't even care about our draft, let alone yours. So, right <laughs> down. Next week, the ideal battle back would be Tychon, 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 or Beth v. Jed for maximum OTT drama and crying. Okay. I mean, that would be pretty good. Hmm. Beth versus Jed. I need more information about how it's going to work before I can think about how it's going to go, if you know what I mean. It's a double eviction. It's going to happen like any other double Just eviction. Just like a normal double eviction? Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> I just want Ty to get one of Jed or Ty or 
I just want Terra to get one of Jed or Ty out first. Meaning you want one of Jed or Ty to play in the battle back? To go- no, I want one to go. No, they won't. Oh, I see what you mean. They'll fight if- against each other. Yes. Um, I don't want that. I want them both to go. <laughs> this is the worst time for that <laughs> twist. Uh, yeah, it does seem a little late in the day. That's what I said earlier. It's like it's almost kind of guaranteed trying to guarantee that sunset stays yeah i would rather like, seen like angela <laughs> it's like that yeah i would rather have seen victoria versus rohan oh well maybe that's next week i mean the week after who knows <laughs> the jury battle back alien versus predator <laughs> lorcan continues i also really love the tribute to nikki it's so much better than what you get on other shows when a contestant passes away and they just dedicate the episode to them at the end. She was really mm. special. Mm. Anyway, that'll be all from me. I'll be back next week, I'm sure. Much love, Lorcan. Kiss, kiss. Oh, thanks, Lorcan. Thanks, Lorcan and Laurie. We do love you. Don't keep emailing. We don't just want young blood. Well, he is young blood. Mm. Well. Connor. R has been in touch. Oh, it's funny you emailed us out. Yeah. This subject line, this eviction. Hi, Lindsay Gaz. Hope you all are having a wonderful day today. Anything to say? Are you? Uh, oh, God, I'm ready for bed now. <laughs> I was hoping you all <laughs> would talk about this flop-ass eviction. Which like, one, Tina? Mm, I'm not sure. Let's continue. I was hoping you all would talk about this flop-ass eviction. Like, how are you going to cry about backdooring someone, then back out last second? Yeah. The yeah. fact that they actually left Keith in the game after what they did to him is wild. If I was Keith, <clears throat> I try and burn the game to the ground. Yes, but quite. I might be a little, but I might be a little bit more petty than Keith. And then it's mm. the sweating, smiling emoji times three. The huh? Anyways, hope the new twist excites things. But to be honest, I'm very very worried about them doing it at final six. Mm -hmm. Thanks, y'all. Love y'all and the pod, Connor R. Oh, thanks, Connor. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. But both of you are right. It does feel a little bit late. But hey, I'm. I don't. There's no one I really give a shit about now. So let the drama fall where it may. Yeah, I'm team mix it up. Like whatever. The only thing I want to see is. Because the sunsets have been so smug and so annoying and so up themselves, I just want to see oh. a couple of them get <laughs> taken out. Smug setters. Hmm. Very. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I, I really want Kiefer to be. I, to be honest, I was reveling in the fact that Kiefer was about to be taken down after how smug he was being and calling himself a legend. And now it hasn't yeah. happened. So now I'm like, oh, okay. Like I really wanted that, and I didn't get it. I want Kiefer to win. Wow. How about that? Keeping it real. <laughs> you know I'm Team Terror till the end. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want uh, Jed or Ty to win. I just think it'd be so boring. Or Beth. Oh, even worse. Just no. No, 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 no. Um, I think... No, I don't want Beth to win. Definitely not. I think that, like, Jed or Ty... Or where are you going? I've got to let the cat out. 
Oh, I think Jed or Ty or Kiefer are kind of like the logical winners in a season where the emphasis was on a diverse cast because the alternative is Beth and Tara who are cisgendered straight white women. I do, uh, yeah, uh, you're right. I do want either, I want Kiefer to win, Kiefer, uh, Ty, Jed, Tara, Beth. That's my order. Oh, that's your order. Mm. Who do you most want to see go head to head in this battle back? Any of the sunsetters, preferably Jed, Ty, or Beth. You want two sunsetters go head to head? Yeah, I want to see some throats being slit. I would like to see, I do think it would be really fun to see Jed and Beth go head to head, but I also think it would be quite cool to see Jed and Kiefer. Is that even possible? Yeah, it's yeah, possible. Yeah, for them to regret keeping him. Possibly. Mm. Time well, Jed and Ty head to head would be good, but I do feel like Jed will win just because Ty's not <gasps> winning anything. Jed I don't see why Ty has, but why has Jed, oh, fuck's sake. Why has Ty not won anything? He's fit. He's, you know, he's obviously, you know, messily and hot as hell. Do you know, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, Jed and Ty is like the episode of a, the level of a game where you have to fight yourself, like your own character, <laughs> and they've got the same moves as you. It's like, okay, only one can win. Like, I want to see that, actually. Mm, yeah, that would be good. I'm Team Ty though. Jed has got an arrogance that I just I don't do not like. Oh, Gaz has put down his mic, and that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. Right, Woo! let's wrap. Let's wrap it up because. Oh, thanks to those all those. That was nice. Four emails. That's not bad, is it? That was really good, and I really enjoyed China's. It was so nice to have new a new voice to get involved with. But it's nice to get those old voices too, don't? It's just as nice to hear from Lorcan, and Laurie, and Connor. Oh, as well. just as nice. But not quite, because we want the compliments that we look like movie stars and Britney Spears. So if you are going to email next time, why not sprinkle in some flattery for us and we'll read it out <laughs> in a more enthusiastic tone. The ironic <laughs> thing is, like, we don't proofread the emails before we read them and we no. read out anything. And you'd have, like, said something shit about us before we even realised it was something shit. Oh, we've come and stepped before. <laughs> I was going to say, that's happened before. <laughs> Imagine reading them before, it would take all the fun out of it. True. Well, you can just send us a death threat and we'll just read it out. We don't really care. Yeah. Johnny Depp fans, take note. <laughs> and if you stay tuned for this long, good luck to you. <laughs> so for next week, so, email, email us dbonblastpod at gmail.com or if that's just too geriatric for you, send us a DM on Twitter at dbonblast. We'll just, uh, what's that thing? Airdrop us. Uh, <laughs> Airdrop us uh, something. <laughs> Token. You don't even know what. Airdrop us a gif and we'll <laughs> describe the content. <laughs> what's, more, what's more modern than that? What's the most modern technology you can do? Oh, Clubhouse. Join our discussion on Clubhouse. Yeah. Clubhouse. Send us an invite to Clubhouse and we'll get involved in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, follow me on Twitter, light at VM. Follow me on Twitter at BB underscore superfan. Follow BB on Blast. 
on Twitter, BB on Blast on Facebook, BB on Blast on Spotify, BB on Blast on Speaker, BB on Blast on iTunes, BB on Blast on Twitter, Plus on YouTube, where we're posting all of the podcasts while we are still on <laughs> Read Lindsay's book, First Aid Kit Girl, and come back next week to find out. Gaz has never read it, so you'd be one step ahead of him. Come back next week to find out who makes it back into the BB Gun house in the fake double eviction battle bat. But Gaz's boyfriend has read it. Say bye. <laughs> Say bye to the people. Gaz is like, rat the ship. Fucking hell. God knows how long this is. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.